Even back in like May, we were talking about this. It is full on winter, full on. Uh, it's three twenty p.m. and the sun's already down, and uh, it's cold. And you just go home and bundle up, and you have hearty meals and you drink hearty beers. And it's oh, it's winter time, baby! It's winter time. Shit! No one told me it's fifty here. We had pizza outside today. <laughs> I, th- I think currently Denver's experiencing its like longest snow drought since what 1900 something like oh no it's oh it's God. very clearly still like mid-october here that's so that's so funny. like the grass so is funny. still kind of alive <laughs> but not really because everybody blew out the sprinklers back in you know yeah, September in, because it's yeah. Alamosa and it freezes every night and man I don't even know if we I know we've gotten into like single digits a couple times but Mm-hmm. Really, nothing, nothing at all to write home about. <laughs> well, because that's also the other one of the many kind of peculiar slash unique slash special things about the San Luis Valley is yeah, you tell people you live in Colorado, uh, and uh, immediately they they think, oh, so uh, yeah, you you ski a lot and you have all this snow. And it's like, well, if you're in the San Luis Valley, it doesn't doesn't quite work like that. It's just. <laughs> Yeah, like single dis- digits at night, but then like we'll get yeah like weirdly warm and hardly any snow, and uh, yeah, it's not it's not the like typical sort of yeah winter wonderland that you that you usually think of. Um, no, not not so much. <laughs> no, I want to say there were times that um, yeah, on like off years or I guess not so off years when it was unseasonably warm or not unseasonably warm uh yeah i did like uh christmas and cargo shorts i'm just like all right well because there's times when like you know it's just so bitter fucking cold that weather systems can't exist right and it's like oh no negative 20 no no snow for you just frozen air that's all you're gonna get (laughs) yeah but like even even now it's like yeah it's beautiful outside and it's depressing and i hate global warming it's ruining my christmas spirit josh (laughs) i know and well I, i i think then there's only, you know, this may be a, uh, a long shot. It may be a Hail Mary pass. Okay. But maybe maybe it's up to, you know, two wizards could maybe use some magic uh, to, to rekindle that holiday cheer. <laughs> Lord knows we tried that with Thanksgiving and had all sorts of problems. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It's in the past. Maybe Mark... Like is that our like signature now? We just have like terrible Thanksgiving episodes. We just we just own that. <laughs> oh, I thought you were making fun of me for my shit Thanksgiving. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I was making fun of like that I thought, oh yeah, my laptop and a USB mic? This'll work. This'll be great. And no, it was horrible. <laughs> shit happens. It's okay. It wasn't a bad episode. It was a good episode. You just yeah, gotta it was just it was just a different it was just a different one. <laughs> But but it's like rate, um it's raining horrors episode one probably one of the better ones I've ever done and your mic was all fucked up was just the up better one I, of the better ones that both of us have done because like you were so afraid of everything and like it did yeah. it just didn't carry in the like episode we're just like damn <laughs> yeah. it 
damn it all. Yeah. But yeah, shit happens. It's okay. That's yeah, what you do when you peer into your orb and the orb peers back at you and <laughs> you realize that it's more of a reflection instead of one wizard, you see two wizards and, well, I'm one of those two wizards and my name is Mark. And I'm the other one. Am I the reflection? Am I the original? Am I uh, the guy standing behind you that you can only perceive dimly in your orb? And I'm Josh and I'm a wizard. And yes, welcome everybody to the Two Wizards podcast. I'm back in my wizard's tower, hopefully I sat, and again, I like checked it. I checked it. I did a little recording. I think my audio is back to like uh, usual usual standards there. But uh, yeah, and we're just we're just we're just great to great to have you all join us once more. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess without further ado, we ought to just go ahead and get into it. What do you think, Josh? Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, maybe just one other quite uh, brief, hopefully brief tangent. Oh yeah. Uh, Man, how is our how good is our prognosticating that uh yeah, we started this podcast what like a year and th- 3 months ago, 4 months ago. Mm, um, yeah. And uh yeah, like everyone's talking about pondering their orbs and we just like slide right on in and be like, "Hey, how how are you doing?" Um cuz yeah, like seeing like hashtag #wizard blow up, uh it's great. I love it. So yeah, I think maybe on that kind of uh, note, why don't we just kind of sit back, drink some drink some uh, uh, wizard's brew, and just just talk. Yeah, maybe just talk holidays and like yeah. Christmas specifically. That sounds pretty. Well, and, and unless you, you listeners think that we um, are, are you know just trying to like duck and dive responsibility here, there's a point to this one happening. Oh yeah, right now there's a point to the structure and the framework and. Yeah, mm. honestly, and to be totally clear, Josh, you know this, listeners, you don't. I got my booster on Friday. Today is Sunday, and my brain is still made of glue. So yeah, if I sound weird tonight, guys, that's what it is. But so we have a special wizard's goblet tonight, Josh. Do you yes, do. want to talk about it? Do you want Do you want to lead this part into, I guess, our first Christmas challenge kind of idea? Uh yeah, I I think so. Uh so so yes, we aren't we, we aren't necessarily doing like the twelve drinks of Christmas, uh like we did last year, but we do wanna, you know, do festive things and stuff like that. And so we uh decided to just have a uh some 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 holiday beers, some holiday ale. Because um, I had oh man, I had a couple of those last year. I had um I had the Festivus, right? That was one. Yeah, it was one of them, and, I think, yeah. And then I I uh, had last year, and I also have again with me this year uh, the the famous or infamous Great Lakes Brewing Company Christmas Ale. Bless you. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, but I also I also have a new one uh, to okay. supplement that. Uh, so I I'm, I'm actually going to start off. I'm going to start off with this one. This is from Thirsty Dog Brewing Company out of Akron, Ohio, and also maybe appropriate. I think uh, this is their Twelve Dogs of Christmas Ale. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which uh, is ale brewed with honey and spices. And it has this lovely uh, photo picture on the front of like an old timey truck, an old timey flatbed truck with lots of dogs. I would guess 12 dogs on it. And they're wearing Santa hats and they're all kind of looking at the camera waiting to get their treat because they're being a good boy. Uh, and it says, uh, this beer's name sums up the idea of bringing the best together to celebrate. It is filled with seasonal flavors from generous amounts of toasted and uh, caramel malts mixed with equally generous amounts of honey, cinnamon, ginger, and nutmeg. We feel it is the perfect libation filled with the flavors of the season. Uh, and it's 8.3%. So 
Um, All right. I'm going to, yeah, get drunk on 12 Dogs of Christmas Ale. Uh, and, and then, how about you, Mark? What do you what do you have with your with your chalice to kind of maybe solidify your glue brain a, bri- uh, a little bit? Glue brain. Uh, <laughs> um, sorry, I'm trying to think of what the Twelve Dogs of Christmas would be. Well, but, okay, so let's see here. There's um. Uh, okay, there's so a, what's the, what's your favorite dog? That's got to be the first one. Ooh, okay. So my favorite dog. Either want a Doberman Pinscher. Okay. Uh, but not like cut the ears and like dock the tail. Have it yeah, like a regular dog. Yeah, yeah, like, like, like that. Uh, or there's this other breed, uh, the German short-haired pointer. Oh yeah. Um, my aunt and uncle had one of those uh, when I was, I think, in like high school. And so yeah, go in and hang on there. And and again, just like super sweet dog. Just wanted to like pal around. Because uh, yeah, I, I also I just like the idea of like having a really intelligent dog that I could. Like say, uh, hey, what's the what's the uh, market look like today for crypto? And then it would say, woof woof, buy Dogecoin. And then like, I'd have an investment banker dog because they're just so crazy smart. Um, so <laughs> it would probably be yeah, that would be my like, uh, yeah, either Doberman Pinscher or a German Shorthair Pointer. Yeah, totally. Okay. Right on. I think mine would have to be a Golden Retriever, but it hits me. I don't really like dogs. So yeah. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I can handle 12 days of 12 dogs increasing in number. Right. <laughs> right. Well, at least let's uh, uh, let's see here. There's So, yeah. There's, uh, on the, well, well on, on the label, <clears throat> excuse me, there, there's definitely a Great Dane. There's a Beagle. There's a Dachshund. Okay. Uh, there's two, a, uh, two biting Dachshunds. Three <laughs> pointing Beagles. Okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. Well, I, and now I can't. Uh, maybe, maybe like a maybe like a chocolate lab or a black lab looks like. Okay. Uh, oh, is that a is that a Saint Bernard? I think I have a Saint Bernard on there too. I don't know. Like it's weird because like they're not like to scale necessarily. So you're just kind of guessing at shape. Yeah, I'm trying to because yeah, on like lying down on the flat uh, on the flat uh, truck bed. Uh, there's yeah, like the dachshund and the what appears to be like a Saint Bernard, but they're kind of the same size. And it's like, okay, I, I know that's not how that works. Um. <laughs> Listeners, but, uh, check back next week for Josh and I's yes. soon to be sure hit holiday classic, The Twelve Dogs of Christmas. <laughs> Where it's just us barking in rhythm for like five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> 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 oh my god okay okay we, we, all right we gotta, we gotta stop. focus we gotta up stop. here we gotta move on here focus <laughs> i told sorry, you Mark, man what? blue brain i'm like I'm, no yeah <laughs> sorry i'm well and i'm enabling you too so what is in your chalice what's in your chalice and what's our like bigger kind of uh month of december holiday kind of challenge thing so in my chalice i josh i owe you, i gotta owe you one for next week dude like I said, um, it might as well still be fucking October because literally the only like holiday anything I could find was Eddie Line Brewing's pumpkin patch. <laughs> cool. 
Well, and then I um, guess we didn't we we didn't specify which holiday. So yeah, it's okay to like still have a kind of Halloween pumpkin beer. That's fine. It's not. This is. Oh, okay. Wait, I got it. Fuck you. This is my Nightmare Before Christmas patch. Okay, there Ooh, we go. There Goblet. It is. There it is. Yeah, take that, Chief Liquor. You can't do me dirty. <laughs> um, and then. This one made better sense to me when I bought it, and now I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, you're dumb. I have from Estes Park Brewing, Red Rum Ale. It is an oh. obvious allusion to The Shining, and the picture is what we can only assume is Jack Torrance looking at a door with red rum and ale spelled backwards on a door. It, Dang. Okay, so on their little side bottle here, it says, Red Rum Ale, a smooth, full-flavored red ale is... Oh, wait, that's no, don't even listen to that one, Josh. Sorry, let's try that again. Okay. It says here on the bottle here, I was about to read you the fucking copyright information. Because <laughs> it just has, it looks like they're starting it that way. Fuck, I'm dumb tonight. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Third time's a charm. In The Shining, Stephen King's best-selling novel, movie, and television miniseries film at the Stanley, Danny has a terrible gift. The ability to see into, the, into both the past and the future. He is learning to read and does not know the word red rum means when he sees it reflected in a mirror. It's too late, he realizes, when that word is murder. You're not telling me anything about your beer, guys. You made me read two things, and neither one of them helped, but there you go. <laughs> so let's get into these, Josh. All right, here we go. Cheers, buddy. Also, I'm doing red rum first because I already know what pumpkin patch tastes like. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Well, and and I was just up in Estes Park uh, for yeah my sister's wedding, but I didn't. I wasn't. We were just so busy. We didn't make it over to uh, the brewery there. I, but oh, yeah. at any rate. Uh, oh wow. wow, this is really solid. Mm. Holy shit, this is a really good beer. There you go, buddy. Uh, yeah, this Twelve Dogs of Christmas Ale is also uh, uh, woofterful. Woofter bar, maybe? I don't know. Woofter, ooh, okay, yeah. I think I like that better. Woofter bar, it's uh, embarkable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also my point of why I got this uh, Estes Park one was because The Shining takes place in winter. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There it is. Well, and... and, uh, Go read it. It's a really good book. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So... Goddamn, sir. I need to slow down this beer, Josh. It's going to turn to steam. It's really good. (laughs) And then, yeah, so pursuant to that, what we're doing, so tonight we're going to talk about, I guess not really holidays, more specifically to Josh and I Christmas, because, hey, we're two white guys from America that were born in the 80s, so we celebrated Christmas, and we weren't, you know, Jewish. Whatever. (laughs) But so we're going to talk about Christmas a little bit tonight, the goods and the bads, and then that's going to lead us into probably just the bad of it, and we're going to introduce our Christmas challenge. And if I have our Christmas challenge right, what we're going to do is consume 12 pieces each of holiday media, three per week. We're going to watch two goods and one bad. And at the end of it, we're going to make the other one watch our worst one. And then we're going to record that one live and split it up into a two-part episode. Is that about right? That that sounds right to me. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And it can be any type of holiday, Christmassy media, whatever. It doesn't matter. But... Yeah, so, well, but we're going to get to that a lot later on in the episode. But for now, Josh, let's talk about Christmas. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I love it. You love it. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Many, many sources tell us this. Mariah Carey has been telling me that all she wants for it is me since, I want to say, September. But I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, it, and it is. It's, it's, it, it is, uh, like I mentioned before, uh on and off air multiple times that like trifecta of Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, 
uh, three just solid holidays uh, as as the winter months are hopefully rolling in. And yeah, like it's oh man, this is uh, in baseball. You would say that Christmas is batting in one of the cleanup positions. It's just it's just a home run. You just you just try to <laughs> try to aim for a home run. And uh, and yeah, typically I I've had good Christmases. I don't know if I've ever had quite like a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation tier. Uh, <laughs> nothing nothing quite like that. But uh, but yeah, mostly good. Christmases, at least. Okay, right on. Um, and so we've kind of talked about it, but like you have a pretty good sized family, right? Yes. So in my immediately family, it, oh boy, here we go. Twelve dogs of Christmas, baby. Twelve dogs of woof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, so I, so in my immediate family, rather, um, yeah, my my mom and my dad, uh, older brother, uh, whom you all just met. Uh, and then my two younger <laughs> sisters. Uh, so yeah, that was us. But and then also like extended family uh, where we were living there in uh, San Luis Valley. Uh, that's also where my grandparents were. I had a aunt and uncle and some cousins that lived close by. I had another aunt and uncle who lived in Grand Junction. Uh, and so and so yeah, like we had uh, Christmas was also like definitely a family kind of holiday. It was either. We like everybody was coming to Alamosa, uh, or we would go uh, to my aunt and uncle's in Grand Junction and do Christmas over there. Um, and then, like uh, on my dad's side of the family, I have uh, one aunt and uncle and with some cousins over there. Uh, my dad's side is is a little smaller, and we went and they lived in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was in what was this? Uh, I think a couple times in middle school, and then once. Uh, like early college uh, did Christmas in Tennessee with them. And so, and so, yeah, I'm very much thinking of like family with Christmas and you pack up everybody in the station wagon or the minivan and you drive for hours and hours and you get in and you're, and it's late and you're cranky and tired and you like kind of fumble around and find a cousin's room to roll out your sleeping bag. And then you wake up the next morning and, that's when you just play. You just play for like 72 hours and you play and you eat good food and you open presents and, and then you uh, pack it all up and head back home and then have to go back to goddamn school. <laughs> so, yeah, those were like essentially like childhood Christmases in a nutshell. Yeah. Okay, right on. What about you? What, what, what was the kind of like general vibe for your uh, Christmas holidays? So like Christmas for my family's always been kind of weird. It doesn't happen on Christmas Day, really, ever. Mm. I don't. I, I think I can count on one hand when we had an actual Christmas on December twenty fifth. My granddad was a firefighter in Denver oh, until wow. nineteen ninety eight, so he would all. He always said, he always maintained that he would work Christmas Day to give the young guys the day off, so that they could go work, yeah. so that they could spend the day with their families, which was really awesome of him. Man, and okay. now maybe I think he was being awesome, but at the same time, getting that sweet, sweet municipal holiday bonus. But that's cool. <laughs> If that's the case, that's then good on you, Grandpa Wolf. Um, well, and and uh, I think that's deserving of a of a drink too. So yes, here, you're here. Here, here, here's to Grandpa Wolf. And um, okay. yeah, so um, he did that until uh, I think ninety seven, ninety eight, and then mm-hmm. after that, it got maybe I think those were like the the counting on the one hands mm-hmm. for being there, and then for some reason, it always just kind of shifted, and then. Mm-hmm. 
it was either like, oh, well, this doesn't work with someone's schedule, so we'll do it on this day when everyone's off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when I got into college, it got really bad because it's kind of the same deal. And then now it's super bad because now it's like, well, we have the the the, the family all kind of spread out. We don't we don't live all together yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. So now it's getting everybody together. And so like this year we're doing it the twenty second, twenty third. Because, well, whatever, you know, it is it is what it is. I think that's neat. Well, and and, and that's your family's kind of thing where... Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, not a hey, day. This... It doesn't matter. It's it's when right. you come together and do it. It's it's a feeling in your heart. <laughs> There's magic <laughs> in the air now. It's magic. There's magic in the air. Yeah. Well, but, and and truly, though, that that is the that is the neat thing. Like, all the little different traditions or the like, hey, this... Yeah, we started doing this thing like 25 years ago, but then we still kind of keep doing it that way. Like, I, lo- I love that stuff. And it is. It, yeah. it's, it's making it's making it kind of your own and your family's own. Um, but then well, also, like this yeah. year for Christmas, I got to go in at 4 a.m. and check security cameras. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that doesn't become a yearly or maybe it does. Uh, this maybe is the second does. year in the row. Like, no, um, I, I go in. I just check the cameras, check the coolers, make sure nothing's on fire. But. Okay. No, but the my my point is is that yeah, no for us it it was definitely a day. Yeah, we definitely celebrated it and stuff, but like it didn't matter if it, it December 25th didn't matter, you know. Right. It was it was less about the date and more about yeah. Yeah, and even like, like you're saying. Even God love my grandparents and parents, for some reason Santa Claus would sometimes come to both houses or just one house, wink wink wink. Mm. But like even on Christmas Day, even if we had on, you know, December the 27th, hey, there's still a present under the Christmas tree. You know, there's mm-hmm. still, Santa still has something for the boys, you know? Yeah, but yeah. Stuff like that, but no, and then by and large, yeah, like you're saying, um, I don't have a big family. The Greek mm. side is huge, but they're all on the East Coast, and I don't know any one of them. And then mm. um, on my granddad's side, it was... We've got an aunt with two kids that were Dan and I's age, and that was that was pretty much it. And then after that, I've just got the one brother. So, really, for yeah. me, the the most like me, the biggest memory I have for Christmas, and I think I've talked about this before, is um, Fox Thirty One would always play Star Wars, so you'd always get to watch a That's Star Wars right. movie on the week of Christmas. And to this day, I will still yeah. watch an episode a, a Star Wars movie around Christmas mm-hmm. time just to kind of like get me yeah. there in the nostalgias. But yeah, that was. Pretty standard, but, you know, whatever. A little weird, I guess. And then no, when you get no, older, he... you get introduced to the glory of Moscow mules, and mm-hmm. everything becomes yeah. more fun. And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, well and, and even that's kind of one of the reasons why we decided on that uh, kind of holiday Christmas challenge this time around, too. Because it is. It, it's a lot of, I mean, so many classic movies. Or even, like... Uh, Movies that don't have anything to do with Christmas, but your family still watches. And it's like, oh, no, this is a thing. Like, okay, I I guess sort of on that topic, too. And I don't think I'll be, like, preempting either (laughs) of our viewing lists. Um, Die Hard, is it a Christmas movie? I I don't know. Do you think it is? I, uh, so, like, for my money, at, at least, that a movie like... That that the narrative of a movie occurs on Christmas Day does not, in and of itself, make it a Christmas movie. Um, yeah. How, however, if there's and maybe this is like the the sort of like theme or the message of it too. If there's kind of like a 
Christmassy sort of theme to the movie, like, oh, the importance of family or helping people out <laughs> or giving that little orphan child a giant goose. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. The giant goose was kicking the blonde German terrorist off the tower <laughs> that we all found in the end. Yeah. <laughs> you there, boy. What building is this? It's the Nakamura building, sir. You there! Argyle! What day is this? McCain! It's Christmas! I haven't missed it! Throws him off the building. Right, yeah. <laughs> to yeah, land yeah. under the car. And then he lands on the car, exactly. So, so I'm... I know there are people who take hardline positions in either camp, and me, like, squishy, soft middle child. <laughs> well, both sides, Josh. Um... Die Hard is a Christmas movie if you want it to be a Christmas movie. I don't know. Is Gremlins a Christmas movie? I think... I would think so. It takes place during Christmas. The the events of it are preceded by a dad buying his kid a toy for Christmas, but it's essentially a monster... I don't know. This is where I get hung up because... Without getting into, like, the canon of Christmas movies, what's a Christmas movie? But, yeah, I don't... Yeah, I, I would... I would put Gremlins closer... In the like Christmas movie, like if this is like the like uh, uh, spectrum, like definitely yes, Christmas movie, definitely no, not Christmas movie. I, I, I'll put that closer in the Christmas one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. And anyway, uh, sorry, we got anyway, tangent, no, 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 tangent, no, no, yeah. But that's but that's good. That's good. Um. Well, I guess what other like so you you mentioned watching Star Wars, watching some Star Wars at least that was kind mm-hmm. of a tradition. Mm-hmm. What are other what are some of the other traditions that you you had or your family had or you're, you're you're starting new what are what are it's like okay it's christmas again so i get to do x or we're gonna all do y what are some of those things well now i'm gonna start taking ecstasy for christmas because i think that'd be amazing <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing that was great. um uh, no, sorry. <laughs> I get super fucking high um, every time. <laughs> really, if I can oh, see God. straight by noon, I've failed. It's a, it's a, it's not a Merry Christmas for anybody. No. Um, <laughs> uh, um, the big one was okay. So it's weird. Um, Christmas Eve or the Eve of Christmas Eve because we always treated like I said. 90% right, yeah, of the time when we all did the... live in Denver, it was always a different time, whatever, yeah. But we'd always yeah. still spend the night over there most of the time. So we'd always get um, a meat lover's pizza from Pizza Hut. And I know how dumb that sounds, but oh, holy man. shit, does, like, a meat lover's pizza just say holiday, like, to me? Yeah. And that's – it's such a weird thing for me now to say to, – to say, I don't know, whatever. But then, like, so that was a big one, was eating that beforehand. And then, like, mm-hmm. um – always like especially when my grandma was still alive like the preparation of the feast was always a huge deal like yeah it was in so much work as my granddad did on the outside of the house she did on the like inside and the feast and so forth so it'd be like yeah okay here's two dozen deviled eggs okay i made those three days ago and okay can you help me massage this turkey with butter again hell yeah i can like yeah so was that there was all there's this fucking um uh lazy susan and it's got these weird, yes. like, conjoining olive olive yes. bowls. And holy shit, Josh, these ceramic bowls are like, I can see it now in my head. 
Right. And you right. just, it was like this like ritual task of like, okay, here's the black olives. Here's the sweet gherkin pickles. All right. Here's the green olives. And okay. Okay. Here's the Ritz. Here's the Fritos. Here's the, it, it was a whole thing, you know, like Christmas dinner or, or Christmas day really was like this giant, like preparation of ritual. And then y'all got to sit back and enjoy yourself after until yeah. you had to go oh, do dishes. Man. But yeah, right, right. Yeah. Oh God, that's so awesome. Cause yeah, we, we had fairly similar things. It was, it was, it was like, okay, now we, yeah, it, it wasn't like a lazy Susan so much, but we did, we had like the special giant plate that we only got out to do our relish tray as we called mm-hmm. it. And so it was like the little, yes, like a hundred percent olives and little pickles and, uh, uh, baby cut carrots and, Celery Ooh, okay. sticks and okay. uh, little broccoli. Um, oh man, it's all yes. healthy and shit. Well, well, that we we like start off with that, and then we immediately veered into like, and uh, like we like it was specifically for Christmas that like we would do a ton of baking. Like we would almost never bake any time else in the year. Uh, some weekend in early December, yeah, my mom decided like, all right, this is like baking weekend. And we just, we made a bunch of like, yeah, just like cookies and fudge and, um, yeah, just a bunch of stuff like, and then we just like make a a whole mess of that. Yeah. The first weekend in December. And then you just like snack constantly and like have cookies constantly up till, and then past Christmas day. Um, that was a big one for me. Yeah. Uh, and then the leftover uh, cookies. Oh God, yes, yeah, so good. Uh, and well, and then now um, here, yeah, since, since since I've established myself here in the Midwest, and like trying to like again, trying to like keep some of that old magic going. Um, one of my kind of newer traditions, but I think I'm going to do it like probably for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, is I make a bunch of bizcochitos. Um, okay. Which listeners, if you're not from like Colorado or New Mexico or surrounding areas. Um, what a bizcochito is is it's is it's basically like a sugar cookie that has um, ground anise in it, so like kind of a little licorice flavor, and then you top it with uh, cinnamon sugar. So it's kind of like a it's kind of like a shortbread cookie, like a like a sandy, right? Um, and they're they're so good with coffee. Holy cow! Like I would, and, and yeah, the last couple of years, like that would be when I'm on winter break and school's over. Uh, my breakfast was just like five or six bizcochitos and like a whole bunch of coffee, <laughs> and uh, oh, it's so good. Uh, well, and then my Mrs. Wizard, she she doesn't really have much of a sweet tooth, so okay. so she'll see me like going to town in the kitchen. And I have flour all, all over the place, and like eggs are splattered on the like wall and all that stuff, and I'm cooking up a storm. And she says, Josh, you realize you're you know these like three dozen biscochitos you're making like you have to eat all of those i'm, I'm not gonna have very many and i'm like yeah baby i know that's how i like it <laughs> uh, what do you think so, i'm here for yeah what do you think of yeah why do you think i bought all this ground anise like i'm gonna do a line of that right now Woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> But, um, <laughs> well, that and, uh, yeah, the, the other one, and I mentioned this too last year when we were doing our 12, our 12 drinks of Christmas, uh, making blue vine. That was also a recent tradition. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, I'm so looking forward to, uh, probably, yeah, probably next weekend. Um, 
Well, and uh, yeah, we're gonna make our like first batch of Glühwein for the for the season. Uh, but then also hosting. Like I, I just really like hosting. I'm like I don't know an early uh, old old Fezziwig uh, type <laughs> where I just want to yeah I just want to like host people over and uh, we'll put on all the classic tunes and oh uh, yeah make a bunch of Glühwein, have some beer, have some biscochitos, have some other snacks, and just yeah just get everybody over to just pal out. Uh, Hell yeah. So so yeah, that's also a bit well and, and even with. Uh, Kind of a little later on with New Year's, because because you you've been to my place a couple times for New Year's when I was back oh, in yeah. Colorado. <clears throat> I just love hosting, love hosting and having people over. I guess I kind of led into it, yeah. And but you also did too with uh, Mariah Carey Christmas songs. <laughs> what are your favorites? What are the ones where you turn the radio station or you hit skip on Spotify? All things Christmas songs. All things Christmas songs. So, number one, Josh, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Listeners, you know by now, but just in case you don't, I work at a grocery store. Oh, yeah. Oh, you poor son of a bitch. <laughs> I might have exaggerated a bit before when I said I've been hearing Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas since September. I have, in fact, been hearing it since October 31st at 7.58 yeah. at night. <laughs> We have looped into Christmas Carol or Christmas songs, and to quote our boy Oedipus, "I hate them all." Ha yeah. ha ha! God damn it! Yeah. Do I hate Christmas music? Contemporary Christmas music. The follow-up to that is, I love the Christmas music we can't play anymore because y'all are too fucking soft and snowflakey to ex- enjoy it. Hark the Herald Angels Sing I love is it. the most badass fucking song ever written. The goddamn angels are singing about the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Who And listeners, y'all know this one again. I am in no shape or form right. a Christian, right. nor will I ever be again. But son of a bitch, if that song doesn't make me horned up for Jesus, man. Yeah. Oh. And then you hit that in with, like, Joy to the World. Oh, oh man. Oh, because you got exactly. the angels like kind of being scary, but then it's like we're not being scared. It's joy and yeah. oh, I love old school like Christian Christmas songs. They're they're the they're not even Christian, just old school Christmas songs. Like God damn, they're awesome. You took the words out of my mouth. My absolute favorite Christmas songs are exactly those ones. Like the old, some dude in like fourteen seventeen wrote this. Um, Oh yeah, like the old like and 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 especially like minor key, kind of like I won't necessarily I won't necessarily say ooky spooky, but kind of yeah, that like darker, maybe kind Silent of more. Silent night, dude. Oh holy night. Oh holy night is a scary my favorite song in its own right. Like yeah, yeah. My absolute favorite of all time is We Three Kings. Holy shit, I will yeah. sing We Three Kings uh, for forever, and it is because it's all We Three Kings of Orient. It's oh man, it's so great. And yes, also listeners, you know that I'm not that religious. Also, um, I'm maybe like warmer to it now than I was. I don't know eight years ago because eight years ago I had <laughs> I had something to prove, or I, I don't know. It was weird. Um, but uh, but yeah, like the old church Christian Christmas music is the best, and no one will ever convince me otherwise. Those songs yeah. are so good. They're so um, good. I almost oh, okay. want to go check out Matt, like Midnight Mass, just to see if I can yeah. maybe get in some of that. Well, and that was also a thing. Yeah, I was, I was, I was raised Catholic, like I've mentioned. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I mentioned that before. And so, yeah, we would go to uh, 
I mean, sometimes we do midnight mass, but a lot of times we just do like evening, like 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 Christmas evening, five six o'clock uh, at night. Um, they would they would have another mass, uh, and and yeah, and part of it too in my family was like singing. We, as I've said also many times, I sing constantly, and it's due in no small part because I was a little kid getting dragged to church, and we just sang. We sang like crazy. Um, and then the other, so this is also very special too. Um, this is one of my favorite memories, even though at the time I hated it. Um, so my older brother, Jake and I, we were in band in middle school and high school. And we were those like, oh, hey, you know how to play an instrument? Would you want to learn some music and uh, play it along at mass for Christmas? And Jake and I being like angsty high schoolers, like, oh, God, do we have to? <laughs> and, and then our mom being like, boys, come on. And so we would get sheet music that was like crazy out of our ability. Like, like I'm a sophomore in high school. I can't play my trumpet that high. This is like, <laughs> this is like two octaves above the like, yeah, I, I, I can't do this. So... We kind of, but but that's the other kind of beautiful beautiful thing about any kind of performance art. Like nobody in the audience really knows that you're like screwing up. Like yeah. there's not going to be like a concert level trumpet player at Sacred Heart Church in Alamosa, Colorado, being like, "Oh, really, Josh? You brought that down an octave because you couldn't hack it." Like nobody's going to know that. <laughs> and it was yeah. it was just it was just so great. The like, like the memories that Jake and I would have, like, okay, here's this like stupid sheet music again this year, one more time, and we'd go to a couple kind of rehearsals and we just bullshit and like dick around. It was like, oh, now it's time to play. Yeah, We Three Kings or uh, Hark the Herald Angels sing, uh, and and yeah, at the time we kind of hated it because we were angsty like high schoolers. But looking back, holy cow, those are fun. Those are fun memories. Um, <laughs> And yeah, just like, oh, now I have to take my trumpet in my trumpet case and go to church to play, <laughs> to, yeah, to play some ridiculous uh, transcription of, uh, yeah, some like weird 15th century German carol. Um, <laughs> love it. I love it. <laughs> can, I, can I share my weird music one with you? Please. So, listeners, um, I played baritone all through middle school and high school. Because baritone players in little rural districts are so few and far between, I got invited to an all-baritone and tuba review of Christmas carols called It's a Tuba Christmas. (laughs) What it was was it ended up being like 250 baritone and tuba players. I think there's a dozen of us that were like school age. The rest of them are all like middle-aged men in like German oompapa bands. (laughs) That's but holy so... shit, did I not baritone my ass off in Acacia <sighs> Park at 5.30 one night in Colorado Springs? Oh my I... god. <sighs> Man, I want... It was the coolest shit ever, Josh. It was loud and obnoxious. And you know we just like lit the whole fucking... like. I even think it was part of the city's tree lighting, but maybe I'm adding something to it that doesn't need <laughs> it. But, oh god, what a fun... It was... That was such a fun night for me. I love... What... And related to that... On the one hand, I'm kind of ashamed of us that we haven't done this sooner. But on the other hand, I, I understand. I, I get it. Um, the like Christmas brass choir, brass quartet. Yeah, like three or four dudes 
uh, just out on a street corner playing Good King Wenceslaus. Um, yes. Yeah, oh, I want that. I want that so bad. I want nothing more than to be in like a legit little like brass choir, and it's like, Hell, all dude, right, boys. I'll even take like the the the. the 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 hobo band around the dumpster fire and Scrooge. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, or um, uh, 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 Christmas Story. Like, like it opens up with uh, uh, Ralphie looking at the BB gun and like, yeah, there's a little brass. Classic, classic. <laughs> and and yeah, I just want to do that. I want to like. I don't know. Go to Craigslist. I'll put it. I'll put a fucking ad in Craigslist. I don't know. I just want to be a part of a Christmas brass brass choir, brass brass band. It's so good. If you um, can get me a baritone or get down here, because I can get my baritone, but there's no way I can get my baritone to Columbus. Like, I, right? There's half yeah, of it right there, just, bud. Well, I I could maybe like break into the like music building on campus there. And yeah. oh, okay, Mark, real quick. This is our like crappy Hallmark channel christmas made for tv movie love it what is it we got it we, we got okay okay so uh yeah group of college friends 10 years after uh they're they they're they're coming back to their alma mater because the evil uh uh urban developer is gonna bulldoze the music building and build some condos there <laughs> And so they have to, so they have to raise the money and make a make a brass a, a brass band for for Christmas songs, and there's the there's the scene of them breaking into the music building because they don't have their, or or because like that's where their old instruments are and they pick up you know it's like oh here's here's my trombone number seventeen luck good old number seventeen uh, spray painted on the case, <laughs> and then there's like the comically overweight like security guard like hey what's going on in there and uh, chasing them around uh and of course there's like a love interest there's like the so-and-so his old like college sweetheart who's now a uh art teacher at the university like oh oh johnny can't you can't you save the building uh i love christmas <laughs> don't you remember that awkward kiss we had there that one time yeah. johnny my retainer got stuck in your mustache. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and my uh, my trumpet mouthpiece uh, got stuck to your lips because it was so cold. <laughs> or whatever, whatever dumb dumb thing. Uh, and then yeah, uh, and then and then Santa Claus shows up. Or okay, <laughs> but then also like bringing in the like homeless band thing. Yeah, like the like old like panhandler who oh these college kids. What's this old man doing? On our campus grounds, turns out to be Santa Claus, and he plays, yeah, a mean sousaphone or whatever. Okay, <laughs> hey, but and, number one, Santa Claus is black. Yes, throwing it yeah. out there, and he's mm-hmm. the one playing trumpet. That's okay, what we're gonna okay, figure okay, it out. Yeah. There we or, go. No, 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 no. Uh, what is Chuck Mangione? Flugelhorn. Flugelhorn. You're getting you that deeper. You're getting that deeper mm-hmm. sound, but still, like, yeah. 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 Which also, <laughs> I'm just realizing this now. That I kind of screwed it up by talking by using the name Johnny and Chuck Mangione. So hey, listeners, oh. go check out Dingle Podcast. Um. <laughs> That's all right. The last episode, he introduced himself. Or he, how do you do this? He introduced the episode as, "Hi, I'm Johnny, and this is the Two Wizards Podcast." I'm like, "No, that no, it's fucking not." Oh shit! <laughs> oh god. So it's, it's weird. Okay, like, yeah. 
It was like weird, like the lines are starting to lay over each other and kind of cross yeah, a they bit. Are. Mm-hmm. I yeah. got a title for you. Okay. All I want for Christmas is tuba. All I want for Christmas that's, is tuba. That's what hot librarian chick, or no, do you say artist yes. or librarian chick? Whatever. Either one. That's what hot love interest is doing. She's the tuba player. Okay, yeah. But, like, well, and, you can't be a hot the, girl that plays tuba, but in college, hey, man, like, whatever. That was 2003. We all had eating disorders, and she was a little bit bigger. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, right. now she's kind of right, sorted right. herself out, got on the right track, and, you know, she's made mm-hmm. a lot of positive, healthy changes. But fucking if she can't wail on that tuba still. Yeah, she okay. Can, she so, can make some John Philip Sousa just scream out of that bed, Larry. Exactly. Okay, and, and okay, so, so yeah, Santa is definitely definitely black. Okay. And he's yeah either like the like homeless guy on campus or he's like of course the like custodian the whole like magical negro archetype right. If he's the custodian, he's got to be played by Gary Anthony Williams. But yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and so yeah, like the lead. So like the lead guy used to play trumpet, but he had I don't know some horrible accident and he can't make his embouchure anymore. <laughs> and but but with the guidance of magical negro. Santa Claus, who you also can't plays call the trumpet. Magical Negro Santa Claus, Josh. It's it's an established trope. That's what uh, Spike Lee's gone on and on about. That's all right. That's, fine, that fine, 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 and fine. And it's all it's a Hallmark movie. We're not looking. We're we're absolutely like leaning oh, so into the stereotypes. No black people are gonna watch this. <laughs> that too. That would be the Tyler Perry's. Medea no. saves Christmas thing. You stop because I was about to make the same fucking joke, and oh. I was like, "We can't make this joke. That's weird." Sorry, oh sorry. shit, the lines are crossing, Josh. No, it's fine. It just they are. These oh. twelve dogs of Christmas ale are barking up the wrong tree. Uh. Speaking of trees, we got to move on from this because we got a whole yeah, other we section we got to do here. Yeah. Gonna, okay, just one more because we are in full agreement that the old churchy Christmas songs are the best ones. Yes. What is there one relatively contemporary or recent Christmas song that 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 you can dig that you're like, okay, yeah, fair enough. This is good. No, not really. I don't know why we're still covering Christmas songs. I don't. Yeah. Okay, so there are two dogs fighting inside of me. The one of me doesn't know why we're still covering like Christmas songs from 1950. Yeah. But then that's, the other one the of one. me, like, have you heard that song, Text Me Merry Christmas, Josh? Because it's fucking oh about sexting God. and it's fucking abysmal. But that's a new Christmas song in the 2000s. So one dog hates everything new and the other dog hates everything old. And there yeah. are 10 other dogs on this old flatbed truck that <laughs> this beer that I'm drinking. <laughs> and all of them still fucking hate Mariah Carey. <laughs> and all of them hate Mariah Carey. Okay, okay, but. Fair enough. Let's let's get off of here before we get into more trouble. Why? What did, um, what did you have? Do you have any that you like? I so I like um, even if even though it isn't strictly speaking, this is going back. Like, is it a Christmas movie? I don't even think this is strictly speaking a Christmas song. But I like "Let It Snow." Let it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. I'd give that you that as a Christmas. Sweet. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, um, even like the 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 Christmas song. Right, like uh, um, chestnuts roasting on an open oh, fire. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That one's that one's pretty sweet. I can dig that one. But you yes, can't go also wrong to your with point. Bing Crosby, yeah, right, yeah. But also, and one hundred percent to your point, like Michael Bublé, just like st- just stop, stop it, stop like teaming up with Adina Menzel to like 
re-record every holiday classic song. Oh, just, God, I know. just, just, just stop, dude. Just let it go. <laughs> but who's that for? I. It doesn't matter. We can't. We can't. We can't. We can't yeah. get into that. It's. Yeah. We. Oh man. Who? Who knew that? Like. Well, I guess kind of in hindsight, it's abundantly obvious. But no, like that we become two very protective Christmas wizards, and we say like, stop trying to like update Christmas for the 21st century. It's fine. I don't care if you think this song is problematic. Screw you. Uh, She's talking about what kind of liquor you put into the drink. That's all it is. Like, that's it. It's not a Bill Cosby song. It's not a Bill. There's no His name is Bing Crosby. Everybody, it's Bing Crosby, not Bill. <laughs> Fucking autocorrect. <laughs> um, but okay, so we kind of hit it already. But decorations. Uh, do, yes. do you go dick out? Do you go um, Chevy Chase in Christmas Vacation and blow every light in the city to power your house? <laughs> are you a minimalist? Do you mm. have a Charlie Brown tree? Or are you the big like pert stuffy boy? What do you, What are you into? I um I I would I I try to find a, a middle road kind of approach um maybe a little more towards minimalist uh I yeah I I have uh and in fact even just today just today put up it, it's also a little different too because like I'm in a rental uh but yeah like just put up some 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 of the icicle lights around the front porch. Um, and I have a couple other strands of other Christmas lights. I'm thinking like, okay, can I put this in like a, in like some window somewhere? Can I, can I do some more kind of decoration stuff? Um, but I do not go into the full, like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Clark Griswold, um, yeah, blowing the fuse. Although, so this is going to be like a weird kind of pull. Um, yeah. One of our... Yeah, like a couple years back, uh, a trivia team that the Mrs. Wizard and I were on, um, the trivia host, that that was him. He, like, would order thousands of lights and uh, program it to, like, sync up with music. And he even, what was this? He so like the like trivia thing was just you know kind of a fun job he did, but he was also like a radio DJ. Okay. And he got his own like digital radio station that you're oh, driving shit. that you're driving your car and you turn in you 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 tune into whatever it was, and the music would like what was what was synced up was was uh, synced with the lights that was going on, um, and so he was doing that and like he would show us videos and we 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 meant to like actually drive by and check it out it just it just didn't work out. Um, and that's cool. And like, if that's what gets you horned up, like, go for it. But that's that's just not me. I don't. I don't quite. I don't quite do. You're that. not into. Yeah. Yeah. But but then again, there's also um, uh, the the other sort of tradition family thing, getting out the like three or four shoe boxes of ornaments, and that was always the like, oh yeah, it's this ornament again. I remember this. Or I made this thing in kindergarten with popsicle sticks, and we still have it, and I'm gonna hang it up on the tree. Yeah, um, we had uh, these were so cool. Going back to even like the Twelve Days of Christmas, we had a set of Twelve Days of Christmas ornaments that were all kind of like felt. They were like kind of felty stuff. Okay. And so like number one was like a partridge in a pear tree, and if you push the button, it would like play some of the song. 
and then two was like a felt turtle dove, and three was like a French hen, and it all the way, when it, it went all, all the way up to uh, uh, 12, 12 drummers drumming. Uh, so, so those were also super neat. Like, oh yes, this is like this thing, this ornament that I remember from my childhood, and um, th- that that was also very evocative for a lot of nostalgia, I guess. Okay. Hmm. What about trees? Real or real or fake, or do you care? My my preference is for real, even though I know the yeah, other a little more of, of a hassle. Um, and and we've only we have like a little uh, fake tree. Because cause it's also, it's just me and the Mrs. Wizard, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we, although this year, we're, we're, we might, we might go in on like, again, maybe like a medium, I don't know, like six or seven foot tall uh, real tree. We can find one. That would be kind of cool. Uh, yeah. But the other thing too, I'll, the, the next time this happens, I'll try to like take some pictures or like take a video. Um, so true, while we don't have like little kids to worry about. Uh, our cats love the Christmas ornaments, and they're constantly like chewing on the strings and like whapping them down. Oh! Um, and we even have to like get get the spray bottle on Tompkins. Tompkins is like fascinated by the Christmas ornaments. Yeah, and it's like guys, I just love Christmas, and it's like no Tompkins, you're gonna knock it over, bud. Uh, but uh, but so yeah, the, the the next time he's like super cute, I'll try to like take a picture or two. Uh, that, okay. That, that I can share that Christmas magic with everybody uh, through the power of Twitter. <laughs> right what's on. your What's your Christmas tree setup? What do you go for? Number one, I will always hang lights. I love hanging lights. Oh yes, but they've yeah. got to be the big fat retro bulbs. Yes. I yes. hate the skinny wee tiny anorexic bones or yeah. anorexic lights. Get mm-hmm. the hell out with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then pursuant to that. Um, I will always go for a real tree. Yeah. I love real Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. If, to me, it's like real tree or get the fuck out. As far as I'm concerned, I'll, like I'm that yeah. guy. I'm sorry, but like, mm-hmm. no. but here's the kicker: I am insanely allergic to pine. <laughs> so like, last time about this year, I bought my tree and I got it on my and I, I bought my tree or whatever and I put it outside for the Tuesday days, let it fall out, and before I went into work, I brought it in and stuck it in the base. And while I did that, I was, like, covered in pine sap, and I was all up in its grill and stuff. Yep. And so I go into work, and, like, my face is puffy. My eyes are bloodshot red. I'm just kind of weird and gooey. And my boss looks at me and goes, Mark, are you high? (laughs) What? Are you high? You look like you're very high. And I was like, no, I'm crazy allergic to pine trees, Fred. Oh, okay, that's all good. I love I, mean, I love real trees. I don't even care. Yeah. Like I have memories of having like weird antihistamine fueled fever dreams. Of my grand, my grandmother had this gigantic. I don't even know where it went. It was just this gigantic Greek rug that somebody had woven, and it was oh, like wow. maybe it wasn't this big, but in my mind it might as well have been twelve by ten feet. It took up an entire wall, and I remember the night they brought their tree and looking at that fucking rug on the wall in the bedroom that I was sleeping in, and watching the patterns like dance because I was so fucking like. 
pine tree allergened up. Like, I was like this horrible wreck of a human being. Holy shit. (laughs) But, man, I don't even care. I love that it makes my favorite job, Josh, and I'm not allowed to do it anymore because I'm like an assistant manager and shit. And they're like, we're not paying you $20 an hour to go fuck around with trees outside. I love working the trees for Christmas. I love getting them. I love getting them off the truck. I love cutting them open. I love the smell. I love the smell that makes my face inflate, my eyes go bloodshot red, and I don't fucking care. I love real pine trees. Like, oh, God, they're the best. Yeah. They are. So great. Oh, that's so great. No, I love it. I, I, I do. I... I'm I'm just all the more committed now to like yeah I'm doing it we're we can keep our like little mini tree up that's fine but we're also gonna we're gonna do I'm we're getting mine get on Thursday man like yeah go, go get yours we'll, we'll, two wizards two trees we're two doing wizards, it two trees <laughs> a wizard in every tower and a tree in every living room yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so trees lights um, trees, trees lights um what well. Okay, let's just do it. What about presents? How how, presents. how how did presents work in your family? Were you did you have to get everybody a present? Did you do like a name drawing thing? Um, what were some of the best presents you got? What were some of the worst presents you got? What do you what do you think? Uh, but so, also but, but also real quick, yeah. I'm I, I'm going into uh, I guess I'm going back to the doghouse. Um, and I oh, have yeah. another another twelve dogs of Christmas sale on deck here. <laughs> I'm about halfway through my pumpkin patch, and it's, boy, they should have sold this back in October. <laughs> <laughs> Which hurts me so bad, because I love Eddie line, but yeah. goddamn. I even feel like, what, I got one of these back in September, and I was so happy. Norton, you're, yeah, yeah, I think I even remember that. You're like, Josh, I know this may be kind of early, but I'm drinking pumpkin beer, because, damn it, I want to. <laughs> Whatever, I'm going to get into this red room here. It's better. Yeah, there you go. God, these are good beers. Yeah. Also, not unlike the boiler in The Shining, this thing tends to explode on you if you don't watch it. Because okay. the second one I opened also tried to blow up on me. <laughs> oh, and boy, God. does she creep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, okay, yeah, so presents. Yeah, presents, okay. Presents. Um, so, I got off lucky. Um, we got off lucky, my brother and I. Like, we, up until, God, what is, okay, so, my grandparents... Okay, so number one. Okay, how do you do this? My family's fucked up a little bit. I don't have a dad. I think I remember spending one Christmas. Yeah, I only spent one Christmas with my dad's, like, new wife. And it sucked. Like, so that was that, and I was six. That one doesn't even count. But then, like, past that, Dan and I were the only kids in the family, like, in the immediate family, until, like, 2002 or 2003 when my uncle finally had his kids. Mm. And so, like, but even then... They didn't start showing up to, like... Because he has two kids, I want to say four years apart. I don't know. I'm a bad uncle slash nephew, whatever. Mm. But, like, he's got these kids that are essentially the same range and age as Dan and I, only, you know, 10, 13 years too late. So Dan is essentially around them all the time, but I don't live around them anymore, so I don't see him ever. But, man, we didn't see them until, like, 2005 or six. So, really, Dan and I just got the, like, single child present wave, and it was always fucking dope man like mm, yeah it was so cool. great like yeah yeah without getting too consumery about it because you know christmas ain't about the presents but uh, come on it's about the presents like that's all it's about like family times whatever you don't care about family when you're 10 you know what i mean if you want that yeah. fucking giant box of connects right yeah you you just want to yeah uh, you just want to get showered and yeah 
gifts and yeah, that's how it works. Pay tribute to me, the god of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and, yeah, and and we had a so yeah, we also had, albeit we had like a bigger kind of like extended family. We would do the whole like, oh no, um, like each cousin would draw names to send one present to one other cousin. So like that way you're okay. not you're you're not getting like crazy inundated with yeah like forty presents. Even though, like, as a little kid, that would have been awesome. Um, and so, and so, yeah. The, but then within our immediate family, too, yeah. You you buy everybody a present uh, and do something like that. Uh, well, and, and then we kind of did, like, an interesting thing with uh, stockings. Um, okay. Because, like, so my uh, grandma on my dad's side, she passed away, uh, well, how long was that? Four or five years ago? Something like that. Um, but she hand knitted all of our stockings and maybe I'll even like take a picture oh. and, and upload it. Cause they, yeah. cause, cause it's pretty cool. And like, I still have mine. My dad still has his when he was, you know, back in like, I don't know when, when he was born in like the late fifties. Um, and, and, and it's the same design, like the, the yarn slightly kind of different colors. Cause of course, uh, but I think that's really neat. That That's like a cool family kind of thing. Like she made stockings for all of us. Um, and what we would do is, uh, yeah, we didn't necessarily have a fireplace. We didn't necessarily have a mantle, but we would just like have our stockings out on like kind of the couch and the love seat in the, in the living room. Um, and then overnight Santa would come and he would fill your stocking with, yeah, like, like, uh, uh, candy and, uh, chapstick. We'd always get chapstick. Santa did not want us to have chap lips. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they're in Alamosa, Colorado, uh, and just and yeah, like Tic Tacs and what, what, whatever, whatever. Uh, but then all of your presents from Santa Claus would be with your stocking, but they wouldn't necessarily be wrapped. He just kind of like drop them off, like, "All right, Josh, here you go. Here's like a Lego set." Um, okay. And so, and so, yeah, all of our presents from Santa were like by our stockings, but all of our like family, or, and, and maybe even like friend presents would be under the tree. Um, okay. And then, uh, yeah. And then we, I think a couple years we did the whole, you can open one present on Christmas Eve, but like everybody was just like, nah, we'll just wait till tomorrow. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. We, we were offered the same option and we kind of did the same, like, nah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Cause, cause I know for some families it's like, all right, everybody, because then it's like, well, then which one do you pick? Like, cause if you pick one from, yeah, uncle, uncle so-and-so and it socks then everybody else like oh okay now i know what to expect uh tomorrow morning i'm gonna get my uh, bag of socks from from my uncle here uh so, so yeah we and then we would do yeah we'd like so you like wake up early to see your like gifts from santa mm -hmm. uh eventually when the folks would wake up we would have breakfast we always had to have breakfast before uh and then Which we Oh. How long did breakfast take? Always. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. How long did that shit take? Well, so we, like, we're kind of very much, like, food-oriented in our... So we would do... No, but that's what I mean. Like, yeah. how long... Because, yeah, same thing, like... And it was like, all right, let's have breakfast. Like, no, fuck your breakfast. I want presents. I don't care. We we kind of found, like, a happy medium where, like, someone would, like... Uh, yeah, my mom or dad would, like, 
make a bunch of scrambled eggs, and, and then we like discovered bagels. Like, oh yeah, shit, yeah, bagels are like oh, just okay. like toast those real quick, and you can have your bagels and eggs and uh, orange juice and whatever, and then boom. So like we, it, so we wouldn't necessarily have like a big Christmas breakfast with like pancakes and bacon and all that stuff. We 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 found like kind of a, a, a quick solution there. Um, and then yeah, someone would be Santa's helper and like pass presents out, and you kind of like pick your pick your area of the living room it's like all right this is my like six foot uh, six square foot kind of circle here um where all of my presents are and, and then we would go this is so funny too we would go one at a time um usually in, in like uh order of age so that we could like appreciate be like oh this is from grandma and grandpa or or hey this is from your brother and oh what a thoughtful gift um my brother's uh uh, first wife, her family was like the family from uh, Christmas Story. It was like Ralph, Ralphie's family. It was a free for all. Like everybody was just opening presents simultaneously, and like wrapping paper everywhere. And so, like when when they had their first Christmas together, uh, and like those two very different approaches to unwrapping presents on Christmas. <laughs> Like he was Jake being very methodical and very slow, and then his yeah first wife was like ah she's just going crazy and opening presents. Um, what was what was the present opening uh, situation like for you? Oh, very very regimented, very strict. Yes. Uh, super protocol to it. Um, mm-hmm. Santa's helper, but like my granddad. I talked about. I think I talked about this last year on our Christmas episode. I touched on it. And it was like my granddad wore a Santa hat, and yes. um, he would dictate which presents went to whom and then it was my brother's job and I to squirrel those presents to said recipient mm. and then we just go in a big circle and unwrap them that's yeah yeah, yeah. maybe that's a and, yeah I don't know maybe that's also like kind of a Colorado Midwest thing no no definitely not I think Midwest. it's fucking manners I think it's like well yeah because it is like take time appreciate like well b- because then yeah not only the person opening the gift but then the person who gave it gets to like see their reaction and be like oh i knew cuz you talked about wanting this board game or whatever so yeah it is it's that sort of like that special kind of moment between you and that person and yeah if it's just like a free for all then nah that's the, that's that's a whole like commercialization of the holidays man like no it is it's it's like getting a gift and giving a gift and like being being grateful and having that moment hell yeah yeah hell yeah hell yeah all right so best christmas present as a kid boy best christmas present as an adult what do you got and then we can also do worse too if you want because i think i got a worse one yeah Yeah, i got well i i have one that like kind of can fit for that uh for for worst one um let's see here best as a kid um when I was in fourth grade, I was slowly but surely making my way to getting like all of the ancient Egypt themed Lego sets. Okay. And so yeah, like it, it was. I, I'd like mow lawns or do little their babysit um, and get money, and then I'd go to Kmart or whatever and buy buy the oh here's one with like uh, the tomb and like the obelisk falls over. Um. And as you know, Mark, like Lego sets are crazy fucking expensive. Oh uh, yeah, insane. Even even back then in like 1997, they were still crazy fucking expensive. Uh, and like the like and 
like the like entire kind of like themed one. There'd be like I don't know like six or seven ones, and then there was always like the big big one. And this one was like I swear to God, it was like a hundred bucks. And I was like, I'm gonna have to mow a lot of lawns to <laughs> to get this. Get, getting paid like six bucks for every lawn I mowed. Uh, but yeah, that was that was my one. That was my one. Uh, I, I I got the big I got the big ass uh, Lego Adventurers Ancient Egypt um, like giant pyramid. It was like a thousand some pieces. Oh shit. Um, and it was oh it was so great and because that was also part of like Christmas morning too, so like after all the presents have been unwrapped like yes you you got your new toys you want to go play with them, and so it was also kind of like everybody would open their presents, and Jake and I both would usually get Lego sets and so we just like kind of go off to like separate parts of the house, and like put our Lego stuff together and, you know there's Christmas songs playing and. <laughs> mom and dad having their tea and it was just a very it was just really cool so that that was really special that was a really special one for me when i was a little kid um right on what about yours man what was yours um the best one i ever got i've mentioned before i'm a star wars nerd mm -hmm. and i want to say this was like 96 90 no this was christmas 97 they just re-released star wars into theaters under the special edition oh yeah and god damn it josh i got an x-wing and then I got a TIE fighter. And my family arranged this very, very specifically for me to open up, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So first I got the TIE fighter. And I was like, oh, hey, that's that's pretty cool. It was like the big, oh, I can't think of the name. The Not the Ken bro, not Hasbro. It's the whatever. It does. You know what I'm talking about, though. Like mm -hmm. the big things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got the TIE fighter. And then I opened up the X-Wing. And then um, we finish up. And my grandma goes, hey, I got one more for you. And it's this little tiny checkbox. And I don't know about your family, but my family was notorious, and to this day I am notorious for hoarding boxes. Because yeah. maybe just one day you'll have a gift to put into this box that you can give to another person. Yeah. <laughs> like, even now to this day, in my grandparents' house's basement, my, my grandmother passed in 2000 and, 2012, mm. but all of her wrapping stuff is still down there. All of the boxes are still down there. When we go over to my granddad's house, we go down there and we wrap using the same wrapping paper from 20 years ago that she I bought like that. the day after at King Supers on Ultra Ultra Sale. Oh, and it was that. like 10 cents a fucking roll back then. Yeah. But so like th this was uh, this was so it was a checkbox. We knew you really got to learn in my family what different sizes of box were. Was it a Velveeta box? Was it a check <laughs> box? Was it a cereal box? No, no, this one was for a toaster I bought back in 1960. But, like, so you learned real quick, and she hands me this wee tiny checkbox. I'm like, okay, what the fuck is this? And mm -hmm. I open it up, and there's a picture of a Toys R Us ad of the Millennium Falcon. <gasps> and it's the fucking Millennium oh, Falcon with four program sounds, and it's like two and a half feet by 18 inches wide and it's the biggest toy that I as a child have ever owned and it's got like the pop-off bottom piece to like the smuggling cargo thing it's got the like the upside down gunner's chair it's got the open and closed oh god Josh that was the greatest Christmas I ever had like that's incredible but that's then lest so I sound cool. like a spoiled child I also got a that's job so of the cool. hut oh, and a Boba that. Fett like action figure like it was insane I still have job of the hut like 
man, I still have my fucking Yoda. From, this was like, it was a weird, like, mashing together of Christmases. I still have my Yoda. He's in my, like, I carry, he's he's with me at all times. Like, I still have my R2-D2 that I got for that Christmas. It was an insane Christmas. But then my follow-up to that is, like, because That's nothing so awesome. cool happened in 98, 99, whatever. And I got a bunch of weird fucking plastic bugs. <laughs> it was really weird. Oh, wait. I think I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, like, 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 the, like, 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 larger than, like, life's life, right? Yeah, like, the ladybug was as big as a fucking frying pan. I think, I think I know those. I think I remember those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. And then, like, um, I don't know if it's good or bad present, but, uh, no, you know what? This is just a fun memory, and I'm just going to share it, because mm-hmm. I'm all horned up for family nostalgia right Hell now. yeah. Um, in one of his, like, last attempts to keep contact with us, my dad sent my brother and I each, like, 50 Toys R Us bucks in, like, 2000 or something, which oh, man. would have been about five years after the fact. Toys R Us God, bucks. number one, remember Toys R Us. Yeah. Toys R Us. Those were, those were worth their weight in gold. Like, Toys R Us bucks. Oh, God. Holy cow, yeah. Man. Holy shit. <laughs> but so my brother bought this remote control alligator, and it could roar, and it could snap its jaws about 18 inches long. And so we decided... Okay, so this is what it was. I'm no, no, no. It was still Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, fucking it wasn't. It was our birthdays. I'm telling it anyway. Sorry, yeah, I fucked it up. It's, My brothers and I birthdays in October, but Dan brought this crocodile and brought it to Christmas because he thought it'd be funny. <laughs> so the whole time he's got this fucking remote control alligator, and it's just in a pet carrier that we put a blanket over. <laughs> and every now and then Dan will pull out the remote and make it roar or make the the, the pet carrier shake. My uncle and his wife are both PhD. I think. Catherine's a doctor. He's only a master. Mm. Whatever. They were both very high in their field, and at the time, science teachers, and they're very intelligent people, but they don't know what jokes are. <laughs> so, the whole time, Dan would be sitting there hitting that remote, and like, and they're just losing their fucking minds because how Terry? This is my mom's name is Terry. Mm-hmm. Terry. It's so you you let number one. Why would you bring it to mom's house? Why would you do that? You're letting the boys have it. What the hell is wrong with you, Dan? And I were like, I don't know, thirteen and nine respectively, <laughs> and like, what the fuck is? They're they're furious. It's like, yeah, we're fine. Everything's cool. Whatever. Oh my god. And That's um, so, awesome. so about the end of the night, I was like, oh, we got. I forget what the what we named the fucking thing. Oh, we got to feed old Bowser, and. They're like, you haven't fed it? Nah, he's probably hungry, so we're doing it up. And I open the door, and man, like, if I didn't know I was supposed to be a theater major, even at that <laughs> age, god damn it, was I supposed to be a theater major? Because we rigged it to where I'd put my hand in, Dan would make it roar, and it'd snap. <laughs> and so, roar, snap, push the button, I scream, I'm rattling the cage from the inside. They're all losing their collective shit, and then I pull the fucking fake alligator out and throw it on the table. And Harry panics and just, like, Punches it in the fucking head. <laughs> Christmas is effectively ruined. Like, nobody's having any fun. My brother and I are cracking up. My mom no longer thinks that this was in good taste, and she's obviously embarrassed. My granddad thought it was funnier than hell, and my grandma was just like, I hate you fucking kids. You goddamn shit and kids, this is all you ever do, and you just all you ruined shit. Oh, you fucking goddamn... Like... Great Grandma Bell was already up in bed. Like, that's so awesome. Oh man, the night we ruined Christmas with an alligator. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, that's so awesome. Wait, so so, so, so like, how how old were you during when this all happened? 
Uh, so this was 2000... Two, this would have been 2001, so I was 13. Oh, that's no. so great. Yeah, I was 13 or 14, and Dan was 9 or 10, because we're four years that's apart. That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been 14, yeah. Like... Oh, that's awesome. Oh, man. That's so good. Oh, it was such a good night. Uh, Everyone was pissed off, like... <laughs> Okay, so so then and then and then Harry, my uncle, he feels super fucking bad about it because I guess he I, he fucked that thing up. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, and like Dan was like a really good natured ten nine ten nine mm. nine year old ten year old whatever. He's like, yeah, it was fine. It was, it was worth the yucks. It's okay. Yeah, that 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 is pretty sweet. That is pretty sweet. What about um? What about like like adult? So I don't know. Maybe counting like 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 college. Like since college, what's been like a really cool. Christmas present or gift or something like that. Um, there's what, what do you got? Yeah, the the one from I feel like after you reach a certain age, like gifts stop being really cool. Yeah, it, it is. Well, and, and part of it too is uh, it turns into like how much money can you throw at a thing? I think. Well, how much money, and then like I like I know that I sound super old and like ingrateful and all that, but like. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't want, like, extra crap. I just don't want extra clutter. And, like, if I want a thing, like, oh, here's, like, a neat cast iron skillet, then I'm going to buy it. I'll just buy it myself. Um, yeah. But, but up, up to, like, the limit of a KitchenAid, which, Mom, if you're listening, yeah. hint, 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 hint. I want the blue one. <laughs> but, 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 but that's just it, too. It, it is. It's like, yeah, it's one thing to, like, yeah, throw, like, a $50 Toys R Us bucks and, like, knock yourself out, kid. But, yeah, when it's, like... Actually, no, here's this, like, uh, yeah, like, uh, 50s cigar humidor that's, like, 300 bucks. That'd be kind of neat to have. Like, I would feel bad asking for that as a present. Um, oh, yeah, you still, you can't ask for Right, 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 right. So, yeah, like, the, like, scale of the thing definitely kind of, uh, yeah, it kind of makes things difficult. Um, although that said, the one, and, and maybe this is kind of tinged with a little bit of sadness, too. Um, so yeah, when I was yeah. in college, this was my junior year. This is my third or fourth, or maybe my senior year. It was my third or fourth year uh, in college, um, and this was this was right when my folks were splitting up. Um, I, 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 oh, okay. I, I don't think they officially divorced, but like yeah, they were definitely kind of like separated and all that. And I guess kind of how they did Christmas was like one of like my dad had me and Jake for presents, and then. My mom had my sisters for presents and all that. Um, and, like, my dad was just in a rough part where, like, he was having a hard time, like, finding a job. And money was kind of tight. And so his present to me was, like, a bunch of, like, kind of, like, cooking equipment. So, I don't know, just, like, like a slotted spoon and, like, a spatula. And, like, hey, for, like, me being a college kid, that was great. That was awesome. Um, but, like, as I opened this present up doing Christmas uh, at my mom's house, she sees this. And, 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 and it's not like she was, like, angry or, like, upset or anything. But she's just like, oh, that's kind of like a crappy Christmas present. Like, yeah, Josh, here's, like, a whisk. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's, so, it, it, it's most, and, and so, like, we finished, you know, presents, all that. And this was later in, in the day. She said, Josh, why don't we, like, why don't we go to GameStop? And like, let me let me get you something there too, because I kind of feel bad that you got yeah, like cooking utensils from your father. I was like, no, mom, like it's fine, it's okay. I I needed like a turkey baster. Um, 
<laughs> she's like, no, come on, let's just let's just get our. I would like to go to GameStop and get your things. So so we go over to GameStop and um, and this uh, they had the uh, the 3DS. It wasn't like brand new. Oh yeah. It wasn't brand new, but it was like you know like a year or two out. And I was like, hey, there's some Zelda games that I could play on this. Um, and so yeah, we go to this GameStop uh, in Denver because she cause she was living kind of up up around Denver, and she asked the dude. Yeah, like the day of Christmas, or it might have been the day after. It might have been the day after. So it's crazy. You know, people are spending their gift cards. They're doing returns, all that. It's crazy. And so my mom asked, like, yeah, do you have a 3DS? And the guy says, yeah, we do. Um, but the only color we have it in is this, like, kind of pink desert rose. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't give a shit what it is. Like, I'm, I'm using it to play games. I don't care what it looks like. And, and she was. But my mom was like, really, honey? Like, are you sure? You know, we can wait. You know, we can wait a couple days. And you can get, like, a black or whatever. It's like, no, nah, it's, it's fine. It's okay. I can... So, so, so yeah, so so that was kind of like a memorable one. It's kind of, so I got that, and then I think I got um, yeah, maybe like a game or two later. Okay. Um, but but then the other kind of funny thing too. So like, so yeah, like that was Christmas, and then um, starting in the spring semester, starting in January, that's when we had a lot of uh, indoor track meets, and we would travel sometimes. We'd fly to different meets, and so yeah, like I got a couple games and uh, waiting in DIA to fly out to wherever for whatever track meet. And I'm booting up the my 3DS or no no just my DS not a 3DS um, DS rather and okay. and okay. and I look over and there's like an eight year old girl who also has a desert rose pink DS system <laughs> and like we kind of make eye contact and I give her a smile and she gives me a smile it's like goddamn right I have the same DSs this eight year old girl who's playing My Little Pony horse tamer <laughs> like or i don't know whatever it was but um so so yeah, yeah that was again maybe like tinged with a, with a little bit of sadness but but no that was that was a meaningful and man i played the bejesus out of that uh ds too all the zelda games um a couple of yeah like final fantasy stuff that got ported over so yeah it was great it was great <laughs> can i be a piece of shit and do one no more? please yeah okay so, like, in our mailbag episode, we had that one It was like, does Mark have any good memories? Mm. Well, here's one where I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in, I want to say, this. so this was 2000. Uh, my mom worked at an at, uh, center for at-risk youths. Mm. And one of those at-risk youths hit her in the head with a pipe. And long story short, she got a traumatic brain injury from it. But, long story, long story short, this happened literally on January 3rd of, that, of 2001. Or no, of 2000, right? So, she was good for Christmas, but... Past this time, past January 3rd, my mom really didn't have much memory. Oh, wow. She forgot who I was. She kind of remembered Dan. But the important thing to remember, Josh, Josh, is she couldn't remember. She just couldn't. Yeah. So one day in, like, February, back when she's kind of back to normal, but, yeah, we're kind of still putting places, pieces back mm-hmm. in, um, we walk by a Nintendo 64 console. And she goes, did you boys want that for Christmas? And we go, What? Did you want that for Christmas? And I said, and I look at Dan, I go, well, yeah, we asked Santa for one, but he didn't get one. Oh, well, fuck it. <laughs> so she just grabs it and throws it in the cart. <laughs> and that's how I got the N64 that's sitting in my living room to yeah, this day. Just, I've played that N64. You have. Holy cow. All because I lied to my mom and said that Santa would give it to us. <laughs> well, the, the, 
But that's also kind of part of it too, right? Like for all the like joy and being with family, it is. There is, <laughs> yeah, there, there, there is sometimes, yeah, some kind of like darker or like less holly jolly parts of Christmas too. So, Well, so then follow up to that because, oh yeah, there's a part two to this story, listeners. Mm-hmm. In 2003, as a result of said head injury, my mom was working at the, or my mom suffered a massive stroke while working at the deaf and blind school as a sign language interpreter, which left the left side of her body totally unusable. So they kind of had to let her go, but you can't fire somebody for that kind of shit. By December of the next year, after the stroke, Mm -hmm. they dumped all of her back pay on her, which was like, sorry, I have to do this in my head, Josh, really quick, which was something like $28,000. Holy cow. This whole time she's been like on disability and uh-huh. shit and food stamps and we've been kind of scraping by and stuff and we're making it and by this time she'd already married that crazy Texan creationist sure, dude, sure. whatever. But like if you're piecing the sad life of Mark together, but God damn it, Josh, if Christmas 2004 wasn't the dopest, <laughs> um, um, we got a PS2, I got a, um, an electric guitar, my brother got an Xbox like, or an Xbox 360 I want to say, yeah. like when they were brand fucking yeah, new, it right. was nuts. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Like, That's wild. Yeah, I remember, like, it was so weird because it was, like, December 17th-ish or something, and my mom gets, oh, I got a check from the deaf and blind school. Yeah, what's it for? No, I got a letter from deaf and blind school. I'm like, oh, they're going to hire you back? I don't know. Let me see. And then she looked at it and blacked out, and I was like, oh, fuck, she had another stroke. <laughs> she didn't. She fucking read the amount of money that was in this fucking check. Yeah, like, fainted. Oh, my God. Literally, the deaf and blind school saved Christmas. Yeah, that's, okay, another Hallmark movie right there. <laughs> I don't ever know if I had, like, a bad Christmas present, but I will say this. And and I, I'm pretty sure I even mentioned this last time around. I think I mentioned this one. Um, part of, yeah, like, kind of, again, like, my mom's ex- extended family. This was, like, her cousins and uncles. So those would be, what, like, my, like, second cousins once removed, something. Isn't that how that works? Yes. Um, I don't know, yeah. I don't maybe. know. I keep seeing that chart. Fam- family's weird to me. I don't know how that whole thing breaks down. Yeah, I, I, I keep seeing this this chart online, but I constantly forget it. And I don't want to memorize that. But anyway, so, like, we would do, like, kind of holiday party over there. And for many years, they would do a, uh, a white elephant gift. And I'll never forget. So, like, even though this wasn't, strictly speaking, like, a Christmas present... And kind of the idea of white elephant is, yeah, some you know they're kind of crappy things or silly or joke presents or whatever. But uh, I was sitting pretty, man. I was, uh, yeah, again, like fourth grade, fifth grade, something like that. I was sitting pretty. I had a really cool present. Yeah, I don't even remember what it was. Uh, probably like some electronics thing, like a radio or something. I don't know. And... Uh, what do I get the sort of like naughty Santa Yankee swap white elephant thing, whatever you want to call it. Somebody steals the present I have. So I go over and I pick a new one and I unwrap it. And what is it? It's a, it's a Donna summer record of like her, like greatest disco hits. And I am just, (laughs) and everybody else is laughing at the situation. The situation's funny. I can admit that now. But little nine-year-old Josh was just livid. And so I cry and I go run off and I find a corner and I just I just pout. And I'm just so upset that I had like the cheeriest white elephant gift. 
and some motherfucker took it away from me, and I had to get this stupid Donna Summer. <laughs> Greatest hits record. Oh, oh buddy. It's terrible. And it was, and I think it was like, like it got to the point that my mom was like, Josh, you're going to stop crying right now, or we're going to go home. It's like, God, fine, I don't want to be here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was so, and, and then it was, by the time I was in high school, we, we could laugh about it afterwards, and someone would say like, hey, Josh, I hear there's a new, like, Best of Donna Summer CD, you want, you want, you know, Christmas is coming, buddy. And they'd be like, ha fuck you. <laughs> I still have nightmares about that. <laughs> but it was, I, I can... I know what you're getting this year for Christmas. Good yeah, party. oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and then the then the Mrs. Wizard is like making her tea Christmas morning and she hears stomp, stomp, stomp up the stairs and I'm crying and... Josh, what's wrong? Mark's an asshole. I don't want a podcast anymore. <laughs> I'm so fucking buying you a giant Donna Summer's cardboard cutout. Uh, oh I got my manager flipped. My possibilities are endless. Holy shit. Uh, I kind of broke myself on that one. Okay. Not at all, buddy. Okay. Well, hey. <sighs> Here we go. Okay, so. So, presents. Yes, presents are unwrapped. Christmas time has been had. Josh, it is now the time we've all waited for. We've indulged in our capitalist givings. Now let us indulge in our capitalist gorgings. Oh, baby. What's your best Christmas dinner? What are you into? What was your family dinner? What do you as a wizard do now? Mm -hmm. And, and, and bonus points, do you have a a singular dish or recipe that is your own that you feel that you have mastered? Ooh, ooh, that is a good one. Um, and if so, what fun tips and tricks can you impart to the dear listeners and maybe to your co-wizard? Yeah, no, totally. Um, well, uh, I, I guess I'll kind of take those questions in order. Um, so typically kind of growing up, uh, like I mentioned, uh, uh, my maternal grandparents, my grandparents on my mom's side, they lived in Alamosa with us. We were in Alamosa. They were not. And so uh, probably seven times out of ten Christmas dinner was at grandparents' house. And uh, my grandma would make a, would would roast a big turkey, um, but but so it wasn't it wasn't like Thanksgiving, but it was turkey again. It was it, mm-hmm. it was often turkey, um, yeah, uh, mashed potatoes, uh, dinner rolls, the relish tray that we talked about, all the like little veggies and stuff, um, all sorts of cookies, all sorts of uh, goodies, stuff like that. Um, and even though, and now, uh, now that it's like, yeah, just me and the Mrs. Wizard, again, like it's just two of us, um, unless we do travel back to, to spend holiday with, with family, um, we, we, we try to, we try to find like the smallest turkey, but even more so, um, spiral ham. I think I remember either in one of our food episodes or maybe one of the holiday episodes last year. My, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to shift to turkey for Thanksgiving, spiral ham for Christmas. Um, yeah. Just to, I mean, turkey's great. Don't get me wrong, but 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 I, th- I think there's just does seem something to be more specific about 
I don't know, Christmas and ham. I I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just me it's being a thing. weird. It's def no. It's I feel like Christmas time is Eastern ham. Yes. Which or try that again. Ham time is Eastern Christmas. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. And then it's weird to think about like. Jesus was Jewish and born and died on those days, so we eat a ham for it, but yeah. But but then that's also kind of the weird, like, blending of, like, either Saturnalia or, like, other kind of, like, pagan winter solstice things, because those... Those dudes ate ate ham like crazy. So so maybe that's kind of of it for me. Um, I also think that, like, ham is America's meat, but... Or pork is America's meat. Like, as big as we are into cattle, I feel like we consume a lot more pork, but that's for a totally different that episode different. that I didn't mean to talk about. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no. That is, that's okay. Um, but I, well, and then as far as like, I don't know, tips and tricks, I'm, yeah, I'm a sucker for cranberry sauce. Okay. Either for Thanksgiving, any of it. So like, that's maybe the one kind of like blurring of the lines um, is, yeah, just you can put your cranberries. Uh, the, and I guess, I don't know, like my, I guess my sort of secret with that is, um, Add add some citrus when you're making your cranberry sauce. Uh, put a, put an orange in there. Put a bunch of lime in there, and it just it just helps brighten everything up and just helps it kind of pop a bit. Um, okay. And you like you're going through and like making this? Oh right? yeah. Like you're boiling the cranberries. Oh yeah. Stuff? No, okay, I yeah. buy the like little ocean spray uh, bag of like whole cranberries. Yeah. 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 And do a, or I, I guess maybe even technically, I'm making a uh, cranberry uh, uh, compo, 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 whatever it is, reduction kind yeah, of thing. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I don't like I'll do the the canned stuff kind of for the lulls, uh, but no, like as much as um, I I make my yeah I make my own cranberry sauce, which is it's it's also not hard to do. You just got to make there's like one point where it could kind of boil over. And you got to be mindful of that, but you pass that mark, and you're yeah, you're smooth sailing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about right now? So mm-hmm. if you're this year, what, like, assuming that you're going to be at your place for Christmas, mm-hmm. what are you putting on the table for your Christmas feast? Uh, I think we're going to get a ham again. I think we're going to get yeah. a ham. Okay. Uh, some mashed potatoes, um, some sort of veggie. I don't know, green beans or. Uh, something like that. So I'll I'll keep an eye out for some for some cranberries. Make cranberry sauce. Nice side salad. Maybe some rolls. Uh, some like crescent rolls, something like that. And then maybe a. See, I kind of I kind of like sweet wine. So I'm thinking like a riesling or maybe a Gewürztraminer. Um, okay. But maybe a dry wine, maybe like a Pinot Grigio, something like that. Uh, might be kind of nice okay. too, and then yeah, like at like right at after dinner when the leftovers are put away, when the kitchen's cleaned up, oh baby, just drinking glue vine and or Christmas beers and uh, getting smashed with the misses and listening to Christmas music and falling asleep on the couch. <laughs> Hell yeah! What about you? What what are some of your what was your like little kid holiday dinner? What are the things you like to do now? What are you thinking for this year? So when I was a kid, it was usually ham, typically. Um, sometimes lasagna. Oh, neat. My aunt, 
after my grandmother passed, my aunt kind of took up the like if it's weird if she comes down, she'll like cook, and it's weird that she has to do it, but whatever. Yeah, because she's like no, no one else can help. It's like yeah, go have that. No one cares. Yeah, fun. people process um, grief in many strange ways, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, though, it's been ten years. She's just doing it now to do it. You know, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's this weird like fight between her and my mom and I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's it's what family does. You guys bitch each other about like who's cooking what and who contributed who and whatever. Right. But she makes this baller seafood lasagna. Oh which neat. Yeah, it's got like crab and lobster and scallops and once again my uncle and aunt are pretty much loaded, but like yeah. <laughs> so they can afford to like tinker with these recipes and shit. Um and then now for me. If you're not making prime rib on Christmas, get the fuck I out. I was going to say, I remember That's, you saying last year, like, you got a badass prime rib, and you're yeah. starting to, like, convert and, me, man. Yeah. May, I don't know. Maybe, well, oh, and that's, and maybe th- I'll try to find a prime rib. But myself. really, this is this is my retail uh, wage slave privilege, privilege showing. The only reason I can afford this prime rib is because Kroger gives us, like, $100 a year in company script. Mm. And... I just buy the you like save up for that. the feasts with that, yeah. yeah. But oh, hell yeah. But no, and also um, pursuant to that tips and tricks, always um, right. So when you take out your prime rib, I like to dry salt cure mine for two days beforehand. Yes. But as soon as you pull that bad Larry out, um, while it's pull it out of the freezer, or whatever, as you're thawing it, when it becomes almost room temperature, slice along the bottom of the bone and remove the meat from the rack. And it's gonna, it'll save you a ton of time. But, like, you want that rack still on there because it helps the meat. I feel like it's, like, a better method to cook the meat with. But then also, like, it makes presenting better and easier. And it's easier to trim around it. But those ribs give you a nice barrier from the direct heat of the oven. It kind of yes. props it up. Right, right, right. So always cut that rib roast or the rib bit off the bottom. And, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. And then, okay. yeah, pretty much same as you, um... Always, as in all things, mashed potatoes. Yes. Uh, croissants are really huge in my family. If we're having turkey, then a turkey, cranberry, butter, croissant sandwich is fantastic. Ooh, that sounds good. Uh, yeah, I think. And then, yeah, it's weird now. Like, my great-grandmother would make, like what you were saying, with two weeks before, you're going to make your cookies. She would start her Christmas shit two weeks before. Mm. And she would make dozens of cookies and, like, she would make, she found out who liked what, and, like, so she'd always make my brother these ones with, like, weird maraschino cherries. She'd always make turtles oh, for my yeah. granddad. She found out that I really like lemon bars at one point, and I did at one point, but then, like, as I grew up, like, my uh, tastes shift, and lemon really upset my stomach. Mm-hmm. So she would, like, when I had come back from college, uh, the, uh, the couple times I'd come back when she was still alive, coming back from college for the holidays, oh, I made you those lemon bars you like so much. Oh, yeah. So I'd have to eat like a dozen of these things, and I'd just be like so sick afterwards. But man, Josh, right now, I'd stab a guy for one of those. Yeah. And finally, my grandma made this stuff. Number one, my grandmother's fudge was amazing. And whatever, yeah. But she made this shit called Snickers on steroids. Oh, no way. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> if I knew what it was, I could replicate the recipe and maybe have some closure in my life. But all I can tell you is like, Chocolate, caramel, somehow she got nougat. I don't even know what the fuck <laughs> nougat is, but she got enough of it to make a thing of it, and she put it in a 13 by 11 cake pan, and this bitch was like an inch and a half thick. Oh, like that's so awesome. Snickers on steroids was the right name for this. Yeah. Like, barring that, it was Randy Macho Man Snickers. <laughs> like, yeah. 
just this big old like column of chocolate and salty and sweet and wonderful. And now, uh, right now, my great aunt, my granddad's sister, she makes a batch of caramels every year. And I will be checking my mailbox here pretty soon. And she Man, sends them like, out to the family. So pretty soon here, I'm gonna get a, uh, I'm gonna get like half a little pound of caramels from Edie. And yeah, no, it's like be good. Christmas is absolutely the time for the grandmothers of the world to shine. Like holy cow! Yes, it's just uh, yeah. Like Mamo, I love you. Grandma, I love you. Like just yeah, just oh man. They're just like oh honey, let me. Let me get you another yeah slice of turkey. Let me get you some more. Uh, we had we had magic cookie bars. That was our thing. And it, magic cookie. And bars. it was like it was like it was, it was like graham cracker and chocolate chips and coconut and uh, uh, condensed sweetened milk. And you literally just kind of like throw that all together and bake it, and it's so goddamn good. Um. We would also get so, so like like the like mini muffin trays. You put um, the like little paper cups, like little paper like muffin cup things in there. You you do a dollop of uh, chocolate chip cookie dough, and then you smush a Reese's peanut butter cup mini in the middle of that, and then bake it till the cookie's done. And just oh my god, oh my god. Those were so, and it, it is. It's like just all the sugar and fat and chocolate and uh, turkey and mashed potatoes just directly into my stomach, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay, but, but but Mark, like I, I know that we. First of all, this was great. I love talking traditions. I love talking holidays. I do too. I I feel a little bit better about shit right yeah, now, Josh. Yeah, and because that's also part of it too, right? Like that's part of like the holidays. Is it's like it's the end of the year. You look back on like twenty twenty one and like holy shit. Like we were hoping twenty twenty would be it would be better than twenty twenty. In a lot of ways, it really hasn't been. But you eh. but, but you know what? Yeah. Like <laughs> we still have Christmas coming, and I put up lights. We do, and I'm gonna make some biscuit Cheetos and. I'm gonna maybe even yeah like get a prime rib holy shit um Fucking but but we also have we also still have to like talk about our like what we watched recently and I know we kind of yeah maybe we ran a little bit long with some of the other stuff but still damn it let's do it let's just go through the whatever this is this is the time of the year for overindulgence exactly listeners, time to overindulge in a bit of two wizards exactly so yeah our two I guess good things are two things that we watched and then our one kind of like weird thing um what was yeah. what was one of your good things or like regular things even okay so um yeah so uh what two bads one good um man or was it two goods one bad <sighs> no it was two bads one oh, good shit. because remember the halloween challenge it's whatever you want it to okay. be really you, you just got to do three things okay i'll, I'll um, yeah remember the halloween challenge josh and i kept getting shit on yes that's right over and over and over and over and over again. So, for my first good, my first positive episode, it's going to be an episode of The Simpsons. Hmm. The Grift of the Magi from Season 9 of The Simpsons. Um, 
Basically, a toy company buys Springfield Elementary after they go broke buying wheelchair ramps, ramps to um, accommodate Bart, who has a fractured ass from falling a bowling ball after cross-dressing. <laughs> Point is, this um, firm is just harvesting kids, you know, uh, what do you call that? Data mining the kids, mm-hmm. research grouping them, because you couldn't data mine in 99. Right. They're, 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 they're focus grouping the kids to get the perfect toy. And what they get is a toy called Funzo, and it's Simpsons making fun of the Furby. And we remember when, like, you went super dumb for toys and stuff. And that's my theme this week is toys. But, yeah, this is a good episode. Um, Gary Coleman's in it. He's a hilarious guest star. Uh, Get Disney Plus. Watch this episode. Simpsons are really good at Christmas episodes 90% of the time. God damn it, this is one of them. The Grift of the Magi. The Magi. It's, there it is. I don't have a lot to say about it. It's just a really good episode of The Simpsons. It's a holiday show. Also, it was like the Alka-Seltzer that helped clear my poo brain for the other two things that I watched this week. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, the. I guess I'll start off with the good thing, um, or one of the good things that I watched. Um and uh, I would always see this um, when I would log into Netflix and I resisted it for a while I was like this looks dumb this is whatever uh, but uh, yesterday Saturday the Mrs. Wizard and I we went to this little kind of uh, winter food truck festival thing in downtown uh, Columbus and we came back and we were tired and just looking for like a movie to put on and fall asleep to you uh, but I was like strangely intrigued and even like kind of charmed by this. Uh, this was uh, Klaus, K L A U S, came out 2019 on Netflix, and uh, yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I was again like looking for all the ads or whatever. It looked looked pretty bad. Um, but long story short, uh, sort of like uh, spoiled, wealthy, pampered son. Of a postmaster, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, gets like gets given a, a boy. We hear about those yeah, rich children of the postmasters trashing hotel rooms. Yeah, and the coke out of the belly buttons of hotel heiresses. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. the Hiltons and the postmaster generals. I know they're one and the same. <laughs> um, Anyway, so so okay. this guy's given an ultimatum by his dad. He's like, "Look, you're gonna like fulfill your your duty as a postmaster, or I'm cutting you off, and you have to go to this isolated town way up north and deliver uh, six thousand letters within one year. And, uh, and, and and if you don't do that, then that's it. Uh, and so he goes up there, and the villagers are really." Uh, mean to him and there's like a big big kind of like a Hatfields and McCoys kind of thing going on and he uh, comes across this weird woodsman who lives uh, way north out of town and is kind of whatever Uh, the woodsman turns out to be uh, who would become Santa Claus and they have worked out this deal like hey like the the children of the town are really sad so like I'll deliver their letters to you so that'll pump up my numbers Uh, and then you get to like because you're a woodsman and you're misunderstood and you get to make toys and and like so on and so on Um, there's a love interest great great vocal cast and I was 
uh, very pleasantly surprised, but then also immediately sad to know that uh, this was one of, if not uh, exactly, Norm MacDonald's last oh, kind no. of like acting. He plays kind of a sarcastic uh, boat captain. And so, yeah, the... Oh. And so the fr- who 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 takes Postmaster's son up to the, so like hearing hearing Norm Macdonald like in his dry humor as a boat captain, I was like, oh God, Norm, uh, but also still great. Uh, uh, with uh, Jason Schwartzman as the like main character, spoiled, pampered, uh, mail deliver guy, J.K. Simmons as Klaus. Uh, oh, wow. Rashi- yeah, exactly, kills it. Uh, Rashida Jones uh, is wonderful. Plays the love interest who. Oh shit! She's yeah. She's a, a again like a cynical, jaded uh, school teacher who has to like resort to like uh, selling fish to like make a living because none of these Hatfields and McCoy type families ever send their kids to co- to school. So she okay. catches fish and guts them and sells them. Um, so it's it's great. I was very pleasantly surprised. Take a look at it. Full-length feature film, Klaus. Klaus. K K L A U S. Mm-hmm. Klaus. Okay. Right on. And also, you said six thousand letters. Yeah. So six thousand divided by three hundred sixty-five is sixteen letters a day. Ooh, that's pretty good. That'd be pretty good. Just saying. Just saying. That's sixteen letters. Okay. That's pretty good. You know. <laughs> And whatever you're, you're gonna be closed on Sunday, but still, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just you know, what else? Okay. <laughs> um, all right, I'll do my, I'll do a bad. I got a real bad. I don't know how to do this. I'm gonna sure. do this. I don't know how sure. to do this. That's fine. Because literally, Josh, man, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? That is the question. And the question is, what comes first? Because we know it chronologically, so that's what we have to do, right? Is what comes first, right? Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think that's kind of how it works. Okay, here. but I watched this one last, and that's why I'm so hung up because I'm not sure how to view the scope of the world. And my problem is, I watched a little thing called Jingle All the Way to. Oh no! Oh, it's a number one. Surprisingly enough. It is a WWE <laughs> Pictures joint. It's a w- and why it's a WWE picture, we'll get into in a second here. <laughs> its lead protagonist is Larry the Cable Guy. Also, I should point out, this movie came out in 2014, which is about five and a half years past when Larry the Cable Guy oh was popular. And I won't say relevant, because I don't think he was ever yeah, relevant, I- but he does have some good stingers. <laughs> God. I tried to take notes, Josh. <laughs> what I ended up with is a is a final tally count of how many times I checked the timestamp in an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> and the following: I hate child actors. Yeah. I hate this little girl. I hate rich white people. I just dot 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 don't get it. <laughs> dot dot dot. Fuck this movie and fuck me for watching it. <laughs> And finally, the one note that I left out, and listeners, I know you're just gripped at home, riveted listening for this. 
Who's the WWE? Who is the superstar that they lent to this? Who is the awe-inspiring talent on the level of Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan? Or or maybe may, maybe Kane, who had his own movie uh, in See No Evil. Or Rey Mysterio, who was uh, Freddy Krueger in Freddy vs. Jason. And look it up. Yes, he was. He did all the stunts yep. for him. Um, who was it? Who was it? That's right, Josh. And maybe you don't know this name, but I want you to remember, like, oh, I'd say about 2009-ish. Okay. To when you used to come to my house and watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. The WWE superstar they got was Santino. <gasps> a fucking idiot Italian dude. No Santino, way. who was the woman's champion. <laughs> Santino, whose finishing move is putting a tube sock on his goddamn arm and doing the fucking Cobra. <laughs> Santino is Larry the Cable Guy's best friend. The long and short of this movie, Josh, if you can call it a movie, if you can call it a long and short of anything, because I sure as fuck can't, is Larry the Cable Guy is divorced from his wife. He is unambitious and a good American man. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, God. Versus his wife's new husband, who is incredibly rich, disgustingly rich, and they're buying the love of Larry's daughter. And Larry's daughter is the most... I hate child actors, Josh. I hate him to begin with. We know mm-hmm. this. I hate the sounds of children. Yep. Man, even like background spoilers, hearing the children in the background of yeah. like the unreleased Civ episode is like, oh god, I hear it. Where are they? They're here. They're in my home. Get them out! Get them out! Damn you! Like, so I can tell you authoritatively that I fucking hate children, and this kid was the worst because you know what? Even porn stars can grab, grasp this most basic aspect of acting. Don't look at the fucking camera, kid. Jesus Christ! All she does is look into the camera and to the fucking handler off stage. To Tell the chimp what to do. And that's what she does. She's a fucking chimp. I hate her, but that's not the worst of it, Josh. The worst of it is, halfway through the movie, we get to the point where Larry the Cable Guy's got to buy this fucking bear. And he can't get him because the rich dad, who's abundantly rich, precociously rich, disgustingly rich, give me a fourth adjective of rich, like fucking Regis Philbinian rich. I assume Regis Philbin had a ton of money. But... Like, he just buys all the fucking bear... I don't even know what this movie was about, Josh. I hate... I'm so upset about everything, and, like, there's the points, like, Larry the Cable Guy makes about, like, yeah, I'm not... I I guess, number one, credit where credit's due, he wasn't always like, oh, yeah, get her done, I hate anything that ain't white people go me. Okay. He wasn't doing that okay. shit. So there was that good... Um, Santino has a weirdly pretty alright-ish range. Okay. Like, I get it, you're a professional wrestler, that's your shtick. Uh-huh. But, like, I remember when Santino joined. Yeah. Like, I remember way back when they, he was an Italian soldier who broke the master lock. Kids, look up Chris Masters and the master lock. Look it's it before Benoit killed his family because of steroids. This dude was steroid incarnate. And Santino broke out of this fucking headlock hold, whatever. But, like, this whole time he's been this, like, really obnoxious Italian stereotype and grossly offensive and, dare I say, racist if he wasn't off-white color. Mm. But in this movie, he's pretty okay. He's pretty solid, good enough. Okay. Okay. Past that, Josh, I don't know what this movie was about. I spent an hour and a half watching it. My final count of um, how long is this going to fucking take was 18 18 times I paused this bitch to see how long is it going to take me to get here. Jingle all the way to 
I give it two out of five because at least Santino did a passable job, and Larry the Cable Guy only said get her done one time okay. in an hour and thirty minutes. Okay. What do you got, buddy? Sorry. No, no that's that. That's okay. Well, I. I'm still clearly at a kind of a loss for words. Where to go next? Um, so yeah, like I, I, w- I, I went into Klaus expecting that to be one of my like bad ones, but now that it's kind of a good one, I, w- I, I admittedly, I was kind of st- struggling to find like another bad one. So like I have like a good one, and then I have a bad one. Which which do you think? Are you ending on your good note? Are you ending on your bad note? Where should I go next? My good note was Grift of the Magi. Oh, okay. So do what you will, uh, boy. Okay, yeah. well, I guess, yeah, I, like I said, I was expecting there to be less about that. So I guess my kind of like... Two prawns is not a galaxy. <laughs> this phone isn't even plugged in. <laughs> Cut to Gary Coleman doing fucking karate. Hi. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. Okay. It's such a okay. good... You know what I'm talking yes, about. You can see it in your yes. head. I can see you seeing it in your yes, head. Yes, like, I can. Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. well then I I will go to my... A lot of people kind of hate on this, but this is one of my favorite. It, it, it's becoming a new classic for me. I fully like, unironically, I sincerely like the live action How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. Okay. It is. It is becoming... Yeah, like a new, uh, yeah, like I guess I said, like a like a new tradition uh, and a new classic, um, which because yeah, I I watched it again. The Mrs. Wizard and I, we like to just like make make popcorn and we watch it again. And I was really surprised, but this movie came out in two thousand. I didn't think Fuck's sake, really. I I didn't think it was that long ago, but it came out in two thousand and oh shit, dude. Okay, yeah. head rupture. That's when Dan got the crocodile because we saw it with my <gasps> aunt in the theater in Denver. Oh god, there it is. Oh, so weird. Such a weird moment. Sorry, keep going. No, so oh, so fuck. yeah, I've watched it every Christmas for the last few years, and it is. Yeah. It's becoming. Uh, it's 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 becoming yeah like so like the original Chuck Jones animated one that's in like a separate league right like that's like a separate tier yeah. and they're they're not trying to do the same thing and so I can divorce that in my mind easily enough um but yeah but 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 like it, it was it's just leaning into like the silliness and the goofiness and uh, I don't know, like, it is, there's like something for kids, there's something for adults. I, I love Jim Carrey's, like, <laughs> just like recently, I, I think I saw this on Twitter, something like that. Somebody like posted this GIF and it, and they said like, oh, I thought all of his like facial expressions were just part of the mask, but like you see Jim Carrey just in an interview talking with somebody in like street makeup and he does the Grinch face. And like, if nothing else, that's just a testament to him as like an actor and like whatever. Sure. But no, it's, it is, it's great. It's wonderful. I love the, how they like kind of did the whole, like, well, uh, Boris Karlov narrated the originals. Like who's a creepy actor that we can get to narrate this one. Oh, 
Sir Anthony Hopkins. That makes sense. Um, oh, and the fact that uh, the actress who played Cindy Lou Who, Taylor Momsen, is now like killing it in like a like grunge rock band. And no it's admittedly kind of weird. You like Google her. And it's like, oh, there she is at a live concert. And she totally has her tits out. Like, that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. But good on you, girl. Because, like, that's what you're doing. And you're making music. But then I also see you, like, singing, Where are you, Christmas? <laughs> uh, so that's my, that's my, like, I'm owning it. It's like a new, it's a new classic. Um, yeah. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, two, two. Thousand? What? <laughs> Two thousand. That's fucking. It nuts. is. It is. And also, before anybody else was like, "Oh, really, Josh Taylor Momsen?" I, I just looked. She's twenty-eight right now. She's twenty-eight years old. So, like, don't, yeah. don't, don't at me. Don't at me. Uh, oh, okay, all right, Mark. So, yeah. what's your okay? Grinch, what's your third? Okay, yeah, no, solid one. Um, I gotta ask though. Mm-hmm. When you hear "Where Are You, Christmas." That's a bad song, right? Like, not not like in terms of words or whatever, but like when people are covering it and trying to yeah. make like she did a pretty solid ish job in that because whatever I've seen it a couple times, but like I don't know. I, I talk a lot of shit on child actors, but she did a really solid job in no, that. No, she she slayed it. She did. But so now, do you hear where are you Christmas and hate whoever covers it because it's like stop. You, this just stop. stop with the covers. Stop with the cover. How far are we from fucking Drake doing Where Are You Christmas is my point, I think. Yeah, or uh, uh, I'll, I'll leave it. I'll, I'll, I'll just leave it there. I'll just leave it there because I want to hear oh, about your third. What was your third uh, Christmas media that you partook in? Oh, my third was, I might have talked about this before. I don't know if I have. But I, Josh, I had to be goddamn sure. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you see a mm-hmm. thing. You think you see a thing one time, and you can't be sure. You might have heard a thing. You you, you want to hunt down a source, and it it really just sticks in your craw. My third bad was because I had to be sure. Because maybe, Josh, maybe I don't get it. Because I don't have kids, I get it. Because the laughter of children is like a dagger into my fucking eardrums. Fine, I get it. I had to check and be sure that maybe, just maybe, I was out of touch. So I went back and watched Jingle All the Way number one. Oh, no. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. And here's the fucking spoiler, or not spoiler, mind blower of the goddamn year, Josh. Mm-hmm. You know who Arnold Schwarzenegger's boy is? Oh, God, who is it? Anakin Skywalker. No! Yes. No! Yes, it is. So it you is also goddamn- got to... You also got to watch kind of a Star Wars movie. I sort of watched a Star Wars movie, Josh. And, oh, it's so weird. But, yeah, Jingle All the Way Part 1. And, to be fair, it's uh, uh, Jake Lloyd, not Hayden Christensen. But Well, yeah, but still, yeah, still, yeah, Jake. Oh, my God. (laughs) I think this is, like, the only other thing he was ever in. But I fucking saw that kid. I was like, fuck me, that's Anakin Skywalker. So, but also, but also is a weird fucking connection to this week to, and this is why it's bad. Um, 
So this is also, it's not um, billed this way, but this is also a WWE joint film, Josh, because they let one of their actors out for this. What? That's right. The Big Show is in this movie. <gasps> he, that's right. He's a fucking Santa Claus at the weird Santa Claus beatdown. Holy, oh my, Mark, you're blowing my mind like eight different ways here, buddy. And then, and then, like, most cripplingly, um, so, like, you had your thing of this was, um, I'm sorry, uh, 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 Norm McDonald's last one. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, fucking Phil Hartman was in this movie. This came Mm. out in 96, and he was killed in 98. Yeah. Yep, like, these weird parallels. Josh, it's just so trippy. Oh man! No, Matter it, of fact, it, let me check his filmography super quick because I'm curious. Okay, so um, Jingle All the Way, 1996. The Second Civil War. I don't even have you heard of that? The Second Civil War. 1990. Yeah. Okay, a TV movie in 1997. Ren and Stimpy Space Madness. 57 minutes. Not calling it. Um, he was on news radio till... Okay, so he was on news radio. Okay. Josh. Mm-hmm. Dude. No. Well. Say it ain't so. Or, 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 and this might be what I'm watching next week. Uh, Buster and Chauncey's Silent Night, a 49 long minute thing, so. <laughs> oh, he plays, uh, Chauncey. Josh. Huh? Jingle All the Way was Phil Hartman's last fucking movie, oh dude. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. God. That's so terrible. Oh, my God. So no. Terrible. And he's that fucking dickhead, too. And it's like... Oh, God. God damn it. Oh, kids, I remember him as Troy McClure. Yeah. Oh. At this moment, truly, where... Yeah, things like... The nexus of all things. We are at the nexus of all things, and we're entering this 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 moment of our lives where movies that the man in black has sat me down, read my tarot cards, and now I'm gonna sleep for ten years because my head is so fucking exploded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it is. But, but but we're also at that point in, in our lives where we're like, oh yeah, that thing that was what like ten years ago. No, that was thirty years ago, and so yeah, like time, like time is beyond our reckoning right now also because we've been drinking like we've been drinking pretty solid for like two and a half hours solid which i didn't even mention that i cracked into um this great lakes brewing christmas ale oh which one did you get yeah yeah they're uh uh, great lakes christmas ale oh it's just the like christmas ale it's yeah that's special that's that's what they call it is this the one you were talking about getting last year and like Mm -hmm. you had to get on the waiting list for it well, well, in in years past, yeah, you had to like time your like grocery shopping trip to get it. But but now they've like really ramped up production where they're still yeah like just yeah the Mrs. Wizard uh, did a little grocery shopping today and yeah there was still like cases and cases of um, oh, Great okay. Lakes good deal. So 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 yeah so everybody everybody gets to share in the merriment yeah. Okay, right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, no. So, like, Jingle All the Way, it's it's not a good movie, I don't think. I don't know. I don't get the idea of, like, 
consumerism driving a toy, but fuck me, Josh, if at least Arnold Schwarzenegger's Jingle All the Way isn't a billion times better <laughs> than the sequel. Oh, God. Uh-oh. I feel bad for Phil Hartman. Pour some out for him. Yeah, but, absolutely. And Sinbad. I don't know if Sinbad's dead or not, but that's yeah. one of those ones is, that, like... Is he still a thing? He was on American Dad a couple times, but... True. That is true. And that Jake true. Lloyd went insane because people made lightsaber sounds at him, so... <laughs> the only one who's still solid is Arnold Schwarzenegger, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess so. He that's made the it. the gift of Ultraman. <laughs> Josh, what's your final movie? Okay, so... Uh, I I almost wish that I would have saved this for, like, our culminating one. Okay. Because it's that bad. Oh, no. Um, <clears throat> But I'm going to do it. I'm going to be fair. Okay. Uh, Mark, this was a little... This was a little uh, animated... I don't think it's full length. It was only like 40-some minutes. Okay. Um, but a little animated movie called The Christmas Tree. Okay. This came out in 1991. Okay. Uh, it was a joint American-Brazilian uh, production. <laughs> okay. Man, you remember those, those Brazilian-American joints. Uh, yes, it was uh, directed by one Flamerian Ferreira. Okay, 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 good. <laughs> Written by Niels Christensen. Uh, and it was released direct to uh, VHS, but then it also got a television airing in 1991. Uh, and if this doesn't sum it up, I don't know what else does. Uh, the day that it was released, direct to video VHS, was September 11th, 1991. <laughs> Neat. So oh, I can see the future. Yeah, I can see the future. Uh, okay, so, and and I will also admit, like I I didn't I had to like track this one down. I looked up like what are terrible, what are the worst like. Christmas TV specials, and it led me to this one, and oh boy, it did not it did not disappoint, insofar as it absolutely did disappoint. Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna try to like summarize this quickly, and I watched this on YouTube. There's a copy on YouTube, so that okay. if the challenge comes full circle and we have to watch the worst one together, my nomination might be for this one already. Okay. But so there's an orphanage in a town. That's run by this terrible woman named uh, Mavilda. Because <laughs> that's a human name. Because that's a human name. And she's awful and she treats the children in the orphanage terrible. They have to do chores all day. When the mayor of the town comes to like hand over the yearly funding, because that's how that works... Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. She she has one set of clothes that look good, so she okay. picks one boy and one girl to dress them up to impress the mayor, and he says, "Oh, good job. Here's literally a bag of money." Uh, <laughs> okay. And then uh, she then the mayor goes away, and then the boy and girl they get out of the nice clothes, and then Mavilda takes that money and she gambles. She plays poker with her ne'er do well friends, Seriously. and. 
and the and the children they 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 have to do chores and there's a stray dog named licorice that they <laughs> this That's is a so bad, bad name for a dog so i can't even anyway one day a new family moves to town it's a dad and a mom and two children and the dad goes to work at the lumber mill and disappears for 90% of the movie okay. <laughs> and the mom is like a weird like Cinderella the mom like works at the orphanage but she's like a weird Cinderella figure and she, so okay. she also does extra chores and then the kids are like oh uh, we're also getting treated just the same as all the other orphans and what do the orphans do how do they find refuge from this cruel cruel life well there's a pine tree outside the orphanage that they befriend and they name it Mrs. Hopewell. <laughs> really quick, maybe yeah. you said this and I missed it. What's the medium? Live action, animated, claymation? This is animated. This okay, is animated. Okay, cool, yes, yes, cool. yes. So okay, thank you. this is a cartoon. This is a cartoon. Okay, so uh, blah, 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 blah. A bunch of... Mrs. Hopewell the pine tree. Mrs. Hopewell the pine tree. <laughs> Um, oh, I got a new fucking Twitter handle. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to cover, I'm, I'm going to skip over a bunch of plot details in case we actually do come back and watch this, which I okay, hope, okay. I, I, I hope we do. Well, and also I ended up watching this at like two times speed just cause I couldn't. Um, so it wasn't 45 minutes. It, it was, was an hour and 80 minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so long story short, um, Mavilda threatens to cut down the tree and so she has a chainsaw and she's going to cut down the tree and what happens Mark what happens that prevents her from cutting down Mrs. Hopewell the tree cuts Mrs. Or Ms. the tree cuts Mavilda down I don't what 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 is it Christmas intervenes <laughs> the bitch gets struck by lightning <laughs> holy shit I had to stop. I had to pause it and laugh for four fucking minutes. Oh my god, we're gonna watch this anyway. <laughs> she gets struck by lightning. <laughs> and then Santa Claus shows up. You could have told me anything and I would have not guessed struck by lightning, Josh. No, you don't know this. You can't prepare for this. Unknowable. Lovecraft. It is, it is Lovecraft. Truly. The cleansing bolt of lightning that kills the beast at the end. It truly is. Santa Claus shows up, he gives presents and so on and so on. Oh my god, Mark, we have we have to watch this. Like I know okay. I just like ruined the whole it's on, challenge. It's, no, no, it's on the fucking docket. Oh <laughs> it's forty minutes. Josh, this is Christmas. Christmas. It's about giving deeper of yourself. We've got three hours to give to this. It's fine. We can watch two bad movies and fucking Mrs. Hopo get struck by lightning. Or, I'm sorry, Mrs. Hopo the pine tree called down the lightning. <laughs> so, it's, and again, I'm like glossing over so much because I don't want to oh. spoil it. I want to have your reaction. But that oh, was the son, one. I am excited. That was the one reveal. I, I, had, I had to say that. <laughs> Because I'm thinking like, oh, like, is, like, is, uh, I, I just, okay, but, but anyway, so yes, the, the Christmas tree, 1991, 
Um, then we will find a way. We'll find a way to watch this simultaneously. And oh my god, dude, oh, it's god. just. <laughs> okay, so quick recap in order, um, or whatever. Quick, yep. quick, quick recap for my week one of the Christmas challenge. Oh god, as I belch a bunch. Oh fucking Estes Park Brewery, you did wonderfully. Yep. Um. The Grift of the Magi. It's a Simpsons episode. Uh, Jingle All the Way 1 and Jingle All the Way 2. Josh, what do you got, buddy? I had uh, Klaus on Netflix. And then I had How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which was not originally released on Netflix, but that's how I watched it again. And then I had The Christmas Tree, 1991, uh, that I watched on YouTube. And listeners, you just... Oh, you just wait and hold tight because that day is coming that day is coming you can we're, we're gonna release a two wizards podcast advent calendar that's just slowly counting down down the days until we <laughs> watch the, the, the christmas tree <laughs> christmas tree sorry not the pie tree mrs hopewell <laughs> And yes, there'll be the glue vine will be flowing, the Christmas ales will be flowing. And I will have holiday themed drinks next week because I bet next week we do trying alcohol instead yeah. of go buy Christmas beer. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, we we'll 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 collab. We'll come up with like a feasible. Uh, well, and and after next week, uh, uh, my semester will be done, and oh, yeah. so and so I'll be able to like devote hours upon hours to like research whatever topic and uh but oh boy now i got the burps too oh okay so so mark let's just wind this we down buddy. here yeah, yeah we, we, wind we, us we, down. we gotta get out of here uh christmas, down. uh christmas final thoughts god damn it josh i fucking love christmas i me hateful pessimistic atheistic fuck everything except for yeah. maybe some of the norse gods and mm-hmm. i'll burn a candle for like zeus and athena every now and then and ring mm-hmm. her bell mm-hmm. no at this time of the year i love christmas i'm dick out for jesus i'm dick out for the spirit i'm dick out for giving and love and charity and and tuba christmas and snickers on steroids <laughs> and gift christmas. giving and it's literally the quote from Jim Hem- Henson's Muppet, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes. There's magic in the air now. There's, there's literally the magic in the there fucking air. There is. Exactly. Yeah, it's... It, Even it, it if is. there's no snow, for somehow, in Alamosa, Colorado, that is burning at 60 degrees every single day, when it should be so much colder, doesn't matter. There's still magic in the air. Like, Tis a season just to happens. be jolly and joyous. Tis... That, yeah. that, that's what it is. What, oh, okay, also... Yeah. Maybe we're going to have to do like a double bill here to like cleanse our palate after our watching the Christmas tree. Maybe we'll also have to do like a, a seasonal cinema series and watch uh, Muppet Christmas Carol because holy cow. Oh, You'll man, hear me so cry. Good. Like that's whatever. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Uh, but yes, also Christmas tis is, se- is No, you already hit it, dude. Tis the season to be jolly and joyous. Tis yeah. the season when the saints can employ us to spread the word about Keith Pete. To spread the word about peace and to keep, and to love, keep alive. love alive. Well, and fucking a, keep love alive. Yeah, well, in twenty twenty two, Josh, this. keep love alive. Which Ooh, there it is. Do we need that more than that? Well, and and also, it's sort of like way to like kind of run it out here. So I mentioned like yeah, going to like evening mass, midnight mass, and uh, dicking around with my brother, 
playing our instruments for these like crazy sheet music stuff. Um, for most of my like, yeah, kind of like childhood, middle school, high school age, um, our house was only like uh, maybe like three blocks away from the Catholic Church. And this okay. was this was also really neat. I don't know. Maybe this was just a great coincidence. Maybe it, it was. Yeah, tis tis the season to be jolly and joyous. We would walk to church for the evening mass, and then by the time that all wrapped up and we walked back, we literally had a series of luminarias like guiding us home. Oh yeah, down Fourth Street. And it was incredible. Like, I don't know who did it necessarily, but like without fail, like there they were. There were the little bags with the candles in them. And it was it was so perfect. It was so great. And it's such a magical time for, yeah, for like family and tradition and old magic and gratitude and looking like kind of sort of looking ahead to the next year but also yeah just being grateful and thankful for the last year come hell or high water and yeah yeah playing god damn it okay we're also add this one to the um creative endeavors that hopefully but probably not will ever materialize listeners keep an eye out mark and i are going to cut a cd of us playing our brass instruments of all your holiday classics. <laughs> you don't have to worry about Michael Buble like fucking up whatever. It'll just be me playing my trumpet and Mark playing the baritone. So that that's coming too. Um <laughs> Also, uh, yes. Also bonus points for that. Josh, did you know that the fingering positions for trumpet and baritone are the same? You Actually, just have to switch two octaves down for trumpet and two octaves up for baritone to get the key signature and notes. I think I think I did know that because we had you know we, had we like might have spare. had this nerdy talk before, but yeah, well, well, and and also like in high school band we had a spare baritone that yeah sometimes I'd just bust out and like uh, screw around with for a bit before it's like out oh. on yeah right 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 exactly exactly okay but Mark I'm looking forward to the rest of this holiday season. Watching yeah. watching holiday movies, good and bad. Drinking good and bad things. Um, I I still want to make the twelve buffaloes of Christmas kind of a thing, but we we we, we need to talk shop and like figure out what that is. Got um, it. Yeah, sort that one out. Yeah. Yeah. So listeners, tell us, please, please share with us your holiday traditions. What what things would your family make? How would you open presents? What 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 food would you make? How, how would you decorate? Let us know because we want to know. Um, you can send us an email to twowizardspodcast at gmail.com. You can uh, get a hold of us on Twitter at twowizardspodc1. You can also check out on Twitter all of our like sweet AI-generated uh, <laughs> like uh, friends. Fr- uh, uh, no, no, not friends. Uh, Frank Frazetta kind of like images yeah. that Mark and I are cooking up. But anyway, you can find us on Twitter, Two Wizards Pod C One. Uh, I'm Josh on Twitter at Plaid Barbarian. Mark is on Twitter at Marky Stardust. And subtitle Mrs. Hopewell the Pine Tree. <laughs> subtitle Mrs. Hopewell. The Pine Go Tree. look right now, Josh. That's my new name. There, I'm. I have every faith. Uh, and if I don't believe you, may a lightning bolt strike me down. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, uh, Mark, what are what are you and Johnny uh, cooking up over at the Dingle Podcast? Oh no, man, Dangle Podcast is um, we're doing without making the joke. We're we're really lighting up. Um, yeah, if you're into King of the Hill, check it out. And we're just talking about weird stuff. We talk about some weird stuff. I have a theory that Bill was severely molested as a child, and he should be a serial killer, but he wasn't because he never got the like weird snap moment that made him a serial killer. Oh, so wow. there you go. Yeah, weird, fun stuff. Yeah, meet the major babies. I just, last week, listeners, I sang a super fun song about the our rating system, which you need to go listen to and appreciate because you can hear my co-host Johnny in, like, absolute pain. <laughs> yes, please do. Please do go support our our fellow podcast, the Dingle Podcast. Uh, and, yeah, again, I Mark, I have to say, you really just hit the nail on the head here. You know, like, tis, tis the season to be jolly and joyous uh, when the Saints can employ us to spread peace and to keep love alive. And that's yeah. that's what I'm going to do the rest of this month. That's what I know you're going to do. That's what I hope our listeners do as well. So, um, The, ev- the oh. other message I want to send, Josh, really quick, is uh-huh. that Return of the Jedi is a Star Wars movie. Return of the if Jedi no other is reason, a Star Wars movie. Then Luke Skywalker at this point has become a guardian. He has achieved his green status lightsaber. Facing off against the what? That's right. The red lightsaber the red of light? his father, it's all Darth there. Vader. It's a family film. It's a Christmas film. There's mm-hmm. cute little fuzzy shit in it. <laughs> mm. And maybe uh, the gift that we got in the end was blowing up the Death Star the second time all along in your Lando Calrissian, knocking the satellite dish off the top of the Millennium Falcon. But, you know. Uh, C-3PO is risen once again. So, yeah, there it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more Wamba. an, an Easter thing. Yub yub. Yeah. Wana chipibia. Yub yub ni. Yub yub me. <laughs> Kids who watch the original get that joke, but the new ones don't. They don't. You so don't instead, know. I'll close with this song. Where are two wizards? Why can't take us out, Josh? Why can't I find you staring into your orbs? Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the following weeks. It's just going to get weirder from here. My name is Mark, and I am a wizard. And I'm Josh, and I'm a wizard. Take care, everybody. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all! Ah! Ah!